two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? Oh, say it again, Sarge. I had you muted. <laughs> Long time no see. So on today's show, we're going to be talking about uh, Sega came out with a new contraption. Okay, Sega Micro Game Gear. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how Tim Sweeney wants to take the Epic Game Store and move it on to mobile devices as well. We're going to talk about Sony having a, a patent for a new game cartridge. We're going to be talking about Red Dead Redemption Remake, possibly. We're going to be talking about PlayStation 5 games are going to be more expensive. We're going to talk about Take-Two and how they're still assholes. Uh, and then we're going to talk about Xbox and how Phil Spencer says we really can't appreciate the new Xbox until basically we get it in our hands. And then we're going to talk about Destiny 2. And if we still have time after that, we have a couple other stories that we'll pick up after that. If you're just joining us, this is Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week. And we rant along the way. We're live on Mixer.com right now, Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. You can watch us off of our website at 30instillgaming.live. So if you're over there, come on over to Mixer.com, or you can look at the chat off to the side there on the website as well. If you go to 30instillgaming.live, you can find all the content that I'm a part of and all the stuff that we create here. There's GXG micro episodes, the audio versions. We have 155, 56 episodes up for that now. Uh, we're at episode 219 here for Generation X Gaming, and there's about another 150 episodes of the Rages Roundtable that I'm a part of uh, for the last four years over there. So, let's get started with episode 219. Uh, Sarge, so have you played anything uh, new in the last week? No, actually, I started back into work, so I've only been home. I'm doing four days a week and trying to get back into the swing of things. Uh, the only thing is I've been playing on and off have been um, Company Heroes 2. Uh, I got involved with an uh, Axe and Allies tournaments from that new Axis and Allies game that came out, so I'm playing against people or, uh, online. How does the tournament? And, uh, how, how does the tournaments work for that? <clears throat> well, it's all turn based. It's all turn based anyway. So what they what happens now is, uh, it, it just diff you can play you can play up to five people. Most people play two players, so it's one one access one ally. But you can play with multiple people. So, um, is it team based or are you just are you just doing like no uh, no. Solo. It, 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 the actual the actual tournament stuff actually keeps track of pretty good stats. If you if you you have twenty four hours to do your turn, right? So it doesn't have to be like in the same sitting. Holy Christ! So that a game could take like a month. Well, well, the way that the, the the way that the serious guys play it is they'll open up like five games, right? So they have five games running or six games running, and like they do their turn, and then it just keeps bouncing, and you got to keep track. It's right. like it's, imagine playing like four or five chess games. No, no, I get right? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Same type of thing, right? So right now I'm only playing one game at a time to get used to the flow, and then I'll probably up it up to two or three games. 
but you know, it's 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 cool to actually play the game finally because it's hard to get people to sit in the same room to play it. I I used to be in a tournament for this is completely different, but I used to play two K uh, baseball, right? And we go on a tr- online tournament. It'd be a full hundred and sixty two game season, Crazy. right? And you would play, and you would know like. The way it worked, it was funny because you didn't go against the person. Like they went up against you, and then it would switch. So like they would have their their inning, and then you would have your inning. Right. You, it's not, you could it's not sit live. Right. It's not you live. You could. You could. There was another league that you could play against each other, and you had four days to respond. Right. So you had a you had four days, and if I showed up and you didn't show up, you forfeit. Automatic. You forfeit and I get the win. Same right? thing. And if you're Same both thing. there, then you play the game. Yeah, yeah. So. Same thing. All right. Um, anything else? Uh, actually, no. That's it, man. I'm, I've been trying to get back into work mode. Like I, I, I've been watching a lot of videos about what's going on in gaming, and it's, it's once again, it's a, it's a. Some of it's, it's a cluster. Show. Yeah. It, it, it's a fuster cluck. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a fuster cluck for sure. Uh, this week I played more Minecraft Dungeons, and I'm still enjoying it. I'm still not end game yet. I'm level eighty four, I think now, and uh, my my power level is eighty five. Now, I've seen people around a hundred, but yet the gear is like one hundred and eight, and I'm a little confused here, right? Because it's like, when does it when I, now the gear? I'm, I'm I'm bouncing back and forth, but the gear shows up. And there's certain, like, you can have three enhancements. And on the three enhancements, you can have a powerful spot in each of the enhancement spots. Okay? So now you're looking for gear as you get higher. You're looking for the gear that has three enhancements and also has powerful spots in each of them. Okay? Well, the problem that I see here so far is that if I'm level 80 or level 90 and I find a three with with the, the powerful, that one's stuck at 90. Right, so I gotta find one that's a hundred or a hundred eight, whatever the top spot is, and then try to find that gear. Right, then you can start trying to go for builds. Right now, there's really no builds that you can go for because if I find a build that I like at level ninety, and then at ninety two I find something that makes me higher, I lose my build. Right, and I don't get it back until I find it. Is there a cap? Is there a cap? Right, I don't know. I don't think there is. Uh, who's to say that there's an end game? What I'm saying, Duplis, is that they're. I've seen people at level 100, but I think the gear's at 108. So I don't know. Wh- I'm not saying like end game. Like there's like content there. What I'm saying is like end game for me personally. Like okay, now that I'm the max gear, this is the build I want to go for. Can that happen, or does the gear constantly go up from 108 to 109 to 110? Because then there's never an end to it, and if there's never an end to it, then there's really no point to keep going for stuff. Because you're, yes, you're level 100, but your power level is 110. Well, here's well, here's the question. My my question is this though: since you're let's say you're what you're 100, and you have 108 gear, my question is: does the 108 gear signify the damage done to an enemy, or does it does your level dictate the damage done to the enemy? Your does, power power it, level does. My the the so the weapons power the power my so level. there's a level and so there's power the, level. But what's the point of my level? The the level is just like you're going up a level, right? All well, hundred okay sounds, okay it, Apex says there's a, all hundred and ten gear with ninety uh, weapon and one hundred and six power. So there you go. So all gear with ninety. Oh wait, 
You have all gear that's 110, with your weapons 90, is power 06. I, I don't understand how you wrote it, Apex. I'm sorry. No, if you had all, all other gear at 110, okay. Your power's at 106 if your weapon's at 90, is what you're saying. Your power level will be 106 with a 90 weapon. I got you. Okay. All right. Yeah, so your power level's what, what, what makes it. So when you pick the level... It'll say, like, if you're by yourself, it'll say, like, your power level, let's say mine's 85, okay? My level's 80. So, it'll say my power level's 85, and then if I pick the thing, it'll say this level is power 80. Or if you go to the next level, it might be power 86. So, I can choose to pick a one level less where it's harder for me to go through, but then I would get better gear because it'd be higher gear that I'm getting from that, right? But, again, at the very end... What is what is the max level? Because okay, let's just say I get to max level, which I I will. All right, I'll get to the whatever the max is, and then they have DLC comes out in July, and that content comes out, but yet the content only goes up to what the max level is now, right? Then I'm already higher. I'll already be higher than what I'm supposed to be, and then I'll kind of go through the content real easy, wouldn't I? <clears throat> this is why I say when people try to make up a game in this format that it's important to either and the best example I can give you is is Diablo, right? It doesn't matter what level you are in Diablo. The, the, the weapon's good for like three or four levels and then you have to find a better weapon and then you have to find a better armor. And, and it's constant, right? Well, it, just, it goes forever. It, the way that this is is kind of sorta it is, but then the the content doesn't keep going. There's a cap, but the but there's just other locations to go to, not because you're gonna get any higher. That's... Right. Well, Apex in chat, guys. If you want to be part of chat, come on over to Mixer.com live Thursday nights. You can be part of the chat. Uh, Apex uh, says that in a Discord, he said he was a level two seventy two with power of one oh nine. Pretty sure the gear cap is around one ten. Okay, so there you go. So there you go. Okay, so there is a so, there but, is a but final. But that's why. But that. But that's why. I say, your level is meaningless. The whatever level I am as a player. It's just to show I'm how much time you've, you've put into the game. It just shows time. Right. It's not an right. actual factor. That's what I'm saying. Right. So at least there's like a, to have a to have a bunch of numbers involved and make them not any specifics that, any point to them. Then it's just. All right, fluff. Well, well now, now uh, if if, you're, if they average it out, if they average it out, like like he, like I'm reading his gear thing, like if it's. If if up until that point, your level and your weapons kind of balance out. So if I'm like a hundred, if I'm a level hundred, but I have level one hundred nine gear, right. I'm really like a level one hundred two, like that kind of stuff. I get it, but right. I mean, I okay. So if the guy was two seventy two, but yet his gear cap, his power is one hundred nine. That means from level one hundred to level two seventy two, he still hasn't found perfect gear to be at the 110 if you had power level 109 right but that's probably because that portion of the game of those weapons probably don't come out hopefully right with the dlc right it's probably it's probably hopefully. narrowed down hopefully. well there's there's stuff coming out people on uh on the forums have talked about and i thought this was a pretty good idea someone said that they should put i know if you're a destiny player you're gonna be like oh god but in minecraft the guy's like i think the blacksmith and the trader should give us bounties like missions quest quest things so like you go there hey you want to get this item you have to go kill a hundred of zombies or kill a hundred spiders or and then you get to get rewards from that something more replayability for people to do right um 
maybe do pumpkin patch to go get this certain gear or whatever. So there's that going on. Maybe they can submit something like that. I think if they did that, plus the gear thing that I talked about, the game would have a little bit more depth. Again, I get it. It's supposed to be like my first play school yeah, yeah. dungeon crawler. It. But at the same <laughs> time, fine. there is depth there. And I think because you can pick your level and because you can make it easier or harder, I think they do, do need to make it harder for the people that want to play harder because the people that don't want to play harder don't have to go play the harder levels, right? Because they can always pick a lower level to go play in, right? So that's that. Now, there are DLC coming out in September and, I'm sorry, July, which is the Jungle Biome, which is th- going to be three additional like dungeons that you can go into. And they're also going to be putting in uh, Data Miners Revealed new enhancements that are coming in so but they're going to be team-based type of stuff so here's one that says heals allies okay is whenever you take damage you heal your allies which is pretty neat regeneration if you avoid taking damage for 10 seconds you'll start regenerating health you have shielding uh which adds damage resistance to your all nearby allies you have barrier your damage resist increase with the number of nearby enemies so there's like a couple of different perks and enhancements that they're adding to the game Probably when the expansion comes out and stuff like that. But it's but it's but it's survivability. Most of those most of those perks have to do with people being in close proximity with each other and rushing a bunch of mobs in a big pile. That's what that's for. So right. you guys can survive those encounters where there's a giant dog pile and stuff's exploding. That hopefully you guys over, your overlapping defense perks will keep you from going down. Is right. basically what that is. Right. Well, Apex, if if the Reddit says 108 is your gear cap, and the guy in the Discord channel said he was. Uh, He's around 110. Someone's not credible. One, somebody's not. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> so I'll, I'll go with that one, 108 because I heard 108, but I don't know. Obviously, I, I saw Lupo. He was at 108 gear score, and he plays like a fiend. So I don't know if it is above 108. Maybe 108 is the cap. Again, though, once you're at endgame and your power level is 108, is there a level that's just a little bit higher than that to well, make it harder? Let's, you know, let's, let's 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 do it from a developer standpoint, okay? So let's say all the way up to 108, gear drops at a regular regular pace, right? Okay, you get to swap it out, do whatever. Once you hit 108, now maybe only after maybe only after every maybe 30 or 40 pieces of gear, one piece of gear drops a little bit higher. It's easy for a developing team to to narrow your field down to where you have to grind longer to get the gear to keep you busy. Right, right. That's an easy that's an easy thing to do in development. It, it's it's a eighty percent drop rate. Then all of a sudden it's a thirty percent drop rate. And then when you get really to the tippy top, then it's only a ten percent drop rate. And people are running around going, "Man, I played for three hours. I only got one piece of gear." But it happened gradually, so you didn't notice it until the very end. You know, there's there's right. different ways to do a layout. There's different ways to to do this. You've seen Destiny do it a couple different ways. Yeah. All games do it a different way. Yeah. All right. And then the other game I played last night, I played uh, a game I played two years ago when it first came out in, in Alpha, uh, is uh, Deep Rock Galactic. Deep Rock Galactic, you're a bunch of dwarves, and you're, you're miners. You go in, and you start, like, spelunking, basically. You go down into a—you have to find eggs and minerals and different types of things. And I have to say, it's it's fun, right? So I haven't played in a while. Last night, I played, I played a couple missions by myself. I played a couple— a couple missions with randoms, and then I played a couple missions with buddies. It's a great game with buddies. So basically, it's like it's like Minecraft in the beginning, right? Because you're going down and you're mining stuff, 
right? And you have this little robot you deposit stuff in, and every once in a while you'll get get alien creatures attacking you in like waves. Okay, the har- the harder levels they just constantly keep attacking you, but the layout of the game is really nice because it's like you're you're in these like beautiful. Uh, procedurally generated mines. Some of them are like gigantic openings. Some of them you're going through tunnels and stuff. But just the way it's balanced, it's really nice. Like there's things to find, things to find for upgrades, things to find for cosmetics, uh, things to find that you need materials. Certain materials help you uh, upgrade certain things. Uh, You have perk trees. There's lots of different things. And And the game doesn't take itself very serious, right? It's very like, dance and and my first dungeon crawler it's my first dungeon crawler nothing wrong with that you know no i'm talking about deep rock galactic not not oh i'm sorry (laughs) deep rock galactic i'm sorry yeah he got triggered because i said it's like minecraft yeah it's it's minecraft with guns yeah there's and it's nice because there's a, a good balance there's an engineer there's a scout there's um oh god a driller and what's the other one there's one more there's scout driller engineer and I can't there's think. No medic, there's no medic class. I don't think there's a medic. It's got to be a support class then. Uh, well, each one kind of supports each other because one one can make zip lines, right? One can see things better. One can dig through the dirt better. Uh, and then I have I have like a turret as an engineer that takes out things. One can guy one guy a... can one guy do contracts better? Can one guy no. do uh... no? In the thing, it's uh, one has a grenade launcher. One is a flamethrower. Uh, they each have their own perks and stuff. So when you go in with four people, you don't want to have like two engineers. You want to have one from each class, basically. As, so what as happens you, if you don't? What happens if you don't have three friends? Uh, well, it's, do, you, do, you, do you suffer? Well, you could play by yourself, but you can also the matchmaking is really actually really good. It's everything's match made. You can jump into a public server, uh, and it, before you jump in, it'll tell you like what classes are choose. Like you could choose the same class. But if you see the classes, then you can pick the class that's, that's missing, and then you can help, right? So it's a fun game. It's a fun game. And uh, there's really no point except for leveling up your gear and then uh, just unlocking cosmetics, unlocking all the perks, doing different kind of builds, just playing the game, just having fun with your friends. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic, don't need to go much into it. You can watch uh, the past broadcast or watch me play it. I'll probably play it once a week when First and, and Willow play. Uh, and if anyone's out there that wants to play with us, if we have a spot open, you're more than welcome. What's what's the classification of the game though? Is it is it just a shooter? Is it it's a, a it's a, a MOBA, first a it, it's a first no it's a first person action adventure game, right? Because you're like, mining. Like, okay, so like not like Overwatch. No, 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 no. Okay, no. it's 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 you. It's four view. It's co op versus PVE. It's PVE only. Okay, it's PVE only. Um, here, let me let me bring up my past broadcast so you can see. That way, I'm not doing it. First, first person, third person. First person. I'll bring it up here. Uh, past stream. And Deep Rock Galactic. There you go. There you go. All right, so. Oh, oh, I, I hear I myself, hear myself somewhere, somewhere in the. In the... All right, that should... Right, that should. Did that fix, Did it? fix it? No. No. Son of a bitch. Are you guys Are hearing you guys me hearing as a as double, double or no? Or no? 
So, so this is this is it. I don't know where. <clears throat> Chat, can you guys hear me twice? Or you want to hear me once? Once. Okay. No, twice. I don't understand where that's coming from. It truly doesn't make sense. I'll have to figure it out. But here it is, Sarge. As, as it's like dead silent here. Here, let me put this. I don't, I don't understand. Are you fighting like a, a giant vagina? What the hell was that? <laughs> Hold on, it's like I think, I think it's because this. I don't understand why it's coming in twice. I don't have another stream open. All right, let me close this. Is it still happening? It is still, it's not happening. So it's it's when I open up my past stream in Mixer, even though I'm not watching the live stream, that doesn't make any sense, but okay. You know what? The answer to that is thank you, Skype. Skype is like the poltergeist of the online chatting services. Here, I'll just, I'll just mute the site. Okay. Anything to do with no, Skype has to happen. do with take, taking over stuff. Okay, so... Basically, you have like a you're looking for minerals, and this particular one, we're looking for six eggs, okay? And there's little markers as far as like there's like fungus or something on the walls that you're looking for. Uh, these guys come every once in a while; they swarm you. There's different types of bugs. They've added some more, which is pretty cool. Uh, I'm playing with uh, two other guys. I'm playing with First and Willow. Now we're looking for things. I'm a shotgun guy. One of them's got a flamethrower. I forget what the other one's got. I think the other guy's got a pistol. You have little torches that you throw every once in a while to light up the area, and those replenish after a while. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a fun little thing. And that little robot... Does, does, does the light area keep monsters from coming up and on you? Does no, it, it's just because... It, 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 no, it'll be completely dark. So you have to throw your, your lantern, and they stay lit for a little bit, and then it... It, it it phase out, so, so it just can, helps just helps you from being snuck up on. Oh, not even snuck up on, so you don't fall to your death down a hole, or or whatever. We got a flashlight, though, right? Your flashlight's on your gun. Yeah, you but the flashlight is very very like very narrow, narrow, very narrow. Yeah. So you have a map. It's like a like a sonar type map. And uh, yeah, so as you're there's these sections like this with dirt. Once you go through the dirt, it's like a separate tunnel or section that you can go through. Everything is procedurally generated when you get there. Can, and, you, dig, can you dig anywhere? You can dig or anywhere. Or just, certain, just nope. certain spots? You can dig anywhere. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you can dig anywhere. Um, but they, the, the, the dirt there is to tell you, like, hey, there's a tunnel behind here. Like, there's another section back here. So you have to find different things. Now, they, the bugs are always around. They, they might come. Like, look at this drop I'm about to do. Right? I, I think I get hurt here. Yeah, I get hurt, but I don't die. But then there's uh, drop pods that you can come in. So you need ni um, what's it? Uh, nitra. You need some red red material to get, so you have enough to get ammo to recall things in. Uh, you have to keep getting supplies to keep your ammo f uh, from uh, dissipating and stuff, right? 
does the ammo thing come through the earth or does it, it land it, from outer space? It comes out from outer space and it drills down in, into where, down. Yeah, where, where you are. So, and then this little robot follows you that, and this thing, this is where you pour everything in. And then once you have all this stuff, like we have the six eggs and we have the, the flowers that we were looking for, um, you can get extra stuff too. So you don't have to call it right when it's filled. You can call it whenever you feel like it once you hit the first objective and second objective. Once you call it, now there's a timer. So the, the robot will get up and start walking back towards the drop pod. And it'll, it'll leave a trail of like breadcrumbs for you to follow. And then you have three minutes or five minutes to get to the drill. Otherwise, you die. You're stuck there. Right. right. So you get on. And while, while you're running back to the ship, the bugs are all coming after you. So it, it feels like a left for dead type of moment because now you're running, there, now you're running for your life. Is there rock, paper, scissor as far as weapons and, and uh, enemies are concerned? Like, does certain weapons work effectively against certain enemy types yeah. only? Yeah, so... Some, some, are, some are, more, are more immune? Yeah, some have armor. And, you, like, this, the big guys, with the, they have these, these green sacks on their back that you, could, that you could do damage to them up front, like when their mouth opens and stuff. But if you shoot the green sacks off of things, that's like their weak points... So if you can if you can kill those fast, then it'll, it'll be better for you. But uh, so we had th we had three guys with us. So we had two two of two of my buddies and then one random with us. And even if you don't speak to anybody, it's one of those games that you don't have to actually communicate because all the the stuff that you need to communicate or is it within the game? Because you can point at something and say, "Hey, drill drill here," or "I need I need this," so you can communicate with people. I, I get it, but once again, why is it always that when they create a multiplayer game where you're supposed to work together, why is talking such a, a, a negative aspect of a multiplayer game? Well, the problem is, I mean, come on, you remember the days of you get on you get I, online chat. If you're not playing with a friend, I, I you're, not play, you're not playing with a friend, you I just go it, into a like, random room. The first word, the first word out of someone's mouth is your mom, F this, Screw you, eat shit, like, and you're you like, I mean? okay, we're playing the same game, buddy, right? You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the reason. So if you don't play with friends and you just go into a regular game, you're like, ah, I don't know how these guys are, right? It's like a, it's like a crapshoot. You can say hi to someone and they can go tell you to go fuck yourself, or they'd be like, hey man, what's going on? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that, that's 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 the that's is what you get. It's it's only been 10, 15 years. Can we can we progress as a gaming community just to be more cordial to each other, to strangers, as opposed to just dropping f bombs and telling people where to go? I mean, right. have right. we not got there yet? I, exactly, Dupless. A twelve year old comes on, is like, I I begged your mom last night. You're like, okay. So well, uh, if that's if that if that's true, then I'm your daddy. <laughs> well, no, he would be your daddy. No, 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 no. If a twelve year old's right. banging your mom. Banging my mom? No. Yeah, then I'm your, I'm his daddy. I'm his daddy. <laughs> well, that would be kind of weird. I don't. Even, I, that's a whole other conversation. We won't go there. All right. So that's uh, Deep Rock Galactic. Right. He's your dad. Thank you, Tempest. Thank you. Exactly. Right, the twelve-year-old. Yeah, I'm already. I'm, I'm already born. He can't be my dad. Well, he could be your stepdad. However, 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 <laughs> yeah, he can be my stepdad. Mm. I can, I can yeah. call him. Daddy. <laughs> you call you call him dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right so that's that's that uh so deep rock galactic it's a fun game uh i'll probably play more of it uh there's an update coming out soon for uh snow snow uh snow runners they're updating the xbox and the pc uh playstation so the mirrors are actually going to work they're putting a new map in 
So that's going to be fun. That comes out on June 9th. So I'll play that next week and talk about that. All right. So next story. Let's start talking about Sega. Sega. So Sega had this rumor they were working on something. And then it came out. And then they came out with Sega Unveils, the tiny playable Game Gear Micros for the 60th anniversary. While Sega has been out of console development since the since, uh, I'm sorry, seen since the release of Dreamcast since 1999, which is 21 years, <laughs> the company is no stranger to releasing a classic titles on every subsequent platform under the sun. Every console generation since the Sega Genesis has received some sort of Genesis collection, and then just last year the company. Uh, even officially divided into a micro-console market, which releases surprisingly a high quality of Sega Genesis Minis. Now Sega has announced yet another mini console. Uh, released only this time, it seems almost too small for anybody to actually play it. Okay? They're, they're, it's super tiny. Like, look how tiny this thing is. This is not an extra large hand. That's... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Alright, I'm calling it right now. This this right this now. thing is like the size of a the, the screen's like the size of a quarter maybe, right? It, it's here's the measurements, right? The measurements are coming in at eighty millimeters by forty three millimeters by twenty millimeters. Okay, with oh American, with tell a, me that in standard with a whopping one point five inch display. That's that's just ridiculous. Here's what's more ridiculous. Okay, it's fifty dollars. Yep, and there's only four games. On, okay. on on the thing, four games. But there's four different ones. There is four different ones. Let me let me let me open up the. Okay, other... uh, I already got it. I got it. It's a it's a gimmick. It's collectible gimmicks that they're going to resell on eBay for 150 bucks a pop. That's basically what this is. Yeah, but 50. Okay, look. Let's let's limited look... run collectibles. Limited run collectibles for people that missed their Sega Genesis. That's all this is. I I, I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. They said limited run, though, right? Is that that's what they said, I, right? I, I don't think there's a limited run. I think so. I don't think there's a limited run. I just, I just think it's the black model. I mean, it's it's, it's good. It's good for your little kid. No, right? it's not. I don't even think it's good for them. Right? It, it fits their hands. Why would I spend? It's not going to fit my hand. Okay, that's for well, damn okay. Sure. Let's let's look at this realistically. Each one is fifty bucks. Yep. Each one is fifty bucks with four games. That's twelve bucks a game. Okay, that's two hundred dollars for all four. Yep. I would rather that's go. It, it, I would it, it, rather go buy an Xbox or a Switch for fifty bucks more, and have them play a game on that. I'm telling you, bro, it's for collectibles and reselling on eBay. That's what this. Mark my words. Mark yeah. my words. Yeah, that's that, that's ridiculous. So anyway, the black one comes. The black one comes with Sonic the Hedgehog, um, Outrun, Royal Stone. Uh, then the other one, blue one, comes with Sonic Chaos, Gunstar Heroes. Ooh, Gunstar Heroes! I'm yeah. I'm sold. Yeah, are you gonna buy that one? Shining Force comes, like I guess all of them come on the yellow one, and then the and the, and the red one, uh, Demon Slayer, uh, Tensegaden, GG, Shinobi, and Columns. I I see this as a bomb. Like this is gonna bomb. I know what you're thinking. People are gonna buy them and then jack up the price, so they're like 150 bucks. Or a hundred bucks. It's, it's, it's a collectible item. That's all it is. I you know what game I'd rather play, Sarge? That that football game we used to have. You know which one I'm talking about? The, yeah, you only run to the left. You only you only, you, right, you, you, only, you yeah. only run to the right. You only run to you the right. You only run to yeah, the right. Yeah. Right. That's that's what I'm talking about. Right. That listen. That that is one of that is one of the best handheld games I remember growing up. 
The basketball one was good too, but the football one was amazing. Actually, especially when you got the second one and you could pass, that was even better. That that's actually not a bad idea, Duplis. I I should ask my son to come in here and look at this real fast and see what he says. Okay, give me one second. Oh, we're gonna ask a five year old if he likes video games. This ought to be good. Everyone brace for the answer. All right. What do you come here for a second? Sit on my lap. All right. This is a gaming system. All right. Look how look how big this thing is. Hold on. Let me let me show you how big this is. Okay. You see how tiny it is? That's a that's a that's my size hand, and the thing is about the size of, I don't know. Let's say like this. Okay. Would you play a game like this with only four games on there, or would you rather have a Nintendo Switch? Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch. Yeah. This is fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a, and a Switch is five times the amount of that. But if you buy all four of these, it's almost the same price as a Switch. So what would you rather have? Four video games with 12 games or one Nintendo Switch with Mario Odyssey or one, Minecraft? One bit Mario Odyssey. There you go. All right, bud. But how does it go on your hand? How does it go on your hand? Very tiny. The vote was rigged. The vote was rigged. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. He was he was pre-screened before he asked the question. <laughs> I I sta- I, 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 I There you go. That's what it is. Okay. No no one's gonna buy these. No one should buy these for their son because their kids are not gonna buy. Their kids are not gonna play this. Right? No no one's gonna play this. Look how tiny it is. Look look. One point five it, it, inch it, it, display. It, 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 it's a collecting bowl. That's all it is. You're going to have to get a magnifying glass to put it in front it's, of it just to play it's it. A, it's a collectible, man. I'm telling you. That's what it is. They, listen, Sega knows what they're doing. Not anymore, but they knew what they were doing. It's collectible, man. Trust me. Trust me. It's a collectible. If this was 15 bucks, sell all day. Listen, this all is day. probably this is probably going to go well in the Asian market. Oh, well, Yeah. All right. Yeah. Maybe it's not going to go well here. It'll be a collectible item over here, but that's probably going to do well in the Asian market. Here, here, here's the, here's the, here's the commercial for it. Hey, did you want a Game Gear that was regular size? We know you did. We're not going to give you that. We're going to give you the micro. Sega. No, nope, we don't want that. We want the microscopic it's too, it's version. Too big. It's too big and convenient. <laughs> can you? You can can't carry so my hand yeah. clamps up. Yeah, you can't like, carry that I, in your backpack. How do I? How do I hold that, bro? How do I hold that? I mean, I, your thumbs literally I, I, cover I, I, both buttons. I can, I can imagine if I pressed it with my thumb, you I crush break it. it. Yeah, I, you crush I, it. I put, I put my thumb through it <laughs> because they have tiny hands. Yeah, maybe. Oh, look at this. You can get all 12 games. All 12 games for $200. For $200. Where do I sign up for that? Maybe it was 50 bucks, 50 bucks for all four. I would buy that. Right? I mean, come on. Yeah, but, but, but it'll never make it to that price point because everyone's going to scoop them up and resell them on eBay. I'm telling you. It's so ridiculous. I'm, I'm t- okay, when's it coming out? When's it coming out? I don't know when it comes out. I, I, I'll, Aries, Aries, that's so small. I'll be a panty stuffer. Never mind a stocking <laughs> stuffer. <laughs> like it's just, it's just ridiculous how how tiny it is. Uh, let me see if it says it. If it here, if it when it, when it's coming out, um, it does not say. Oh, October sixth. 
October 6th for roughly just in, just, so, just in time for the new game releases. Right. You could you could buy a brand new you could buy a brand new system or throw two hundred dollars away down the toilet to play twenty year old games, thirty year old games. All right. All right, carry the ball. One second. One second. All right. So that's that's the say. What do you guys think, Chat? Is this is this something that you guys are interested in? Would you buy something like this, or is this just a waste of uh, of time and money? Because honestly, that I mean, look how look how tiny this is. Look how look how tiny it is. Like this. Look if I if I make it like this here. That that's yeah. That's that's about actual size. That's actual size. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's definitely waste of money for only four games. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If if all twelve games were on one on 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 the console, I can I can see you asking for like fifty bucks. Four games, four games, on the on the thing. That's just yeah. The the, the size is ridiculous. You're, you're not you're not wrong about that. First, all right. So let's uh, let's go to the next story. Next story I want to talk about is the Epic CEO uh, basically wants to take the uh, the mobile mo mobile market over with the same Epic Store that's on the uh, the PC. So you know. It's going to come out on the mobile, and it's not going to be finished, right? And it'll take, like, three years just to make sure it is what it is. So Epic Games CEO Tim Sweeney claims that the company hopes to bring Epic Games Store to iOS and Android following Fortnite, Fortnite's mobile success. Now, the CEO of Epic Games is preparing to bring Epic Games Store to the mobile in order to give players and Android and iOS more options on how to play. Bringing a highly successful Epic Games Store and its free giveaways to mobile uh, could also open up developers with some more options to release their games across mobile gaming market. This comes from the interview with Sweeney with uh, GameSpot during the site of Play for All Summer Games event, in which Sweeney began to say that the Epic Game Store is coming to Androids and also plans on iOS in the future. This comes as a mobile device are getting stronger and able to play more and more games like Epic Games, own Fortnite, Activision Call of Duty, mobile expanding limits of mobile gaming. According to Sweeney... Uh, this comes with a response of success of Fortnite's mobile version of the Epic Games looking to do the same thing online uh, Storefront did to the PC mobile game, or D PC did for mobile. Whether or not it means that the uh, will be a mobile Epic Games store exclusive is still under, under I bet you, I, well, I guarantee that they'll do that. Although it's, it isn't likely out the question considering the company's previous history, what could be determined that the Epic Games is coming up against the competition against Google Play, App Store, and similar ways to the storefront. So what do you think, Sarge? Do you think that Epic Games... I mean, I get it as a business. They're making a billion dollars on mobile from Fortnite. So why not try to do the exact same thing they did for PC with the launcher and bring it over to the, to the mobile market? You're, you're... Hold on. You did something. Your microphone's very... I, I understand. I understand why... Everyone's upset with Epic, but you have to you have to look at it from a different you know a different viewpoint. They're trying to do the right thing. They're trying to bully themselves in a position that makes games easier, and gaming game developers have an easier time getting to market as opposed to developers and publishers fighting over who controls their IP. Right, right. That's why there's so much pushback. If you if you look at it from an actual consumer standpoint. It's a good thing Epic's trying to do what they're trying to do. But everybody else is trying to make them feel like the black sheep the whole time where they're doing the wrong thing because they know that if, if what Epic does takes off, then publishers have less control. 
Right, right. It, it kind of right. goes. That's that's the game. That's right. the game. Well, Epic, look, Epic is doing. I know we look at Epic and go, ah, Epic is. They're a bunch of assholes. I don't. Right? No, no, I don't. No, no but the mar- That's I what, don't. That's what the public is. They look at Epic and go, well, oh wow, look at that, look at that. Uh, I had a I had an epiphany when you guys were talking about it. I'm like, I know I have one of them close by. That's the baseball one. This yeah. is the baseball one. Is that the original? Um, is that, I think is that, I, is that a re, uh, the remake? It, it was a remake of it. It was a remake. We still of it. have the football one original. It's somewhere. Yeah, it's somewhere. So, like, I would uh, that like if they if if I saw that again in a store, I would buy it. It's like twenty bucks. Like, I still think as a busy thing to keep in the car or something. Like, it's still oh god, a remember? good game. I used to play that all the time in the car. You sit on Dude, that. We played. You would sit on that don't segue, don't segue. We're, we're on epic right now. We're always, we're on epic. We're always segueing. That's what the whole show's about. I would sit on that middle part. You know, it's an armrest as a booster seat, and I would just sit there and play the play the football game in the car all the time. The, the passing one when they came up with the passing one though that was that was epic. It's just a line. It was just a it was just a dotted line that would just. Would, no, no, it, it was still only up and down, left and right. But if the guy was open, you could pass it and go through the guys and you could run. No, I know, but it, it literally was just a line. Like, just yeah, a red line. That's all. Yeah, that's all it was. That's it was a it red was. line. Yeah, yeah, yeah red yeah. line. All right, so I think Epic is doing good for the industry itself. And the old school industry is like pushing back on it, being like, well, we don't want them to do it because they're they're letting people with their software on the PC going, hey, look, use our Unreal Engine for free, okay? And if you come on our platform, you only get you, you get 92% of the cut, right? Instead of 30% or, you know, 70% of the cut, whatever it is, right? So they're giving more money to the, to, the, to, the, uh, to the game maker, to the devs. So if they do the same thing now to the mobile, I don't see why that's a, that's a problem, right? Yeah, well, they are in bed with Tencent. But at the same well, time, let's, let's let's be honest though. Tencent is in bed with everyone. Yeah, I believe I believe Tencent it has like fourteen to eighteen companies in in the game space, and then they have I think a hundred companies overall around the world. I mean, their business is to invest in other businesses. That's what that's what right. they do. That's their right. business. <laughs> their business is just to invest right. in other businesses. Well, well. Right, they don't have to make anything. Right. They just have to pick they the make right companies that make good products, and they're right. fine. That's it. All right, so look, I like competition. Okay, we talked about Madden last week. How they got the contract exclusive for the NFL again. There's no, there's no competition, so there, there's no growth there. Okay, Epic because they made their launcher. Yes, people are like, I'm not using their launcher because I hate Epic or I don't want to use a separate launcher. But having a different launcher makes better games and better things because of the competition. Competition is good, okay? Other businesses, if you don't have competition, you're a monopoly. And if you're a monopoly, you're you bad. You don't have anything to worry about. Right, you're, you're, you're bad. You, you, you don't have anything to worry about, but uh, yes. Right. Anti-consumer, yes. So so this just going on the thing, because you right now, if you have an iOS device, the only place you can get stuff is from iOS, from from the App Store. If you're on Google Play, you're getting you're getting it from the Google App Store, right? Yeah, there's other phones out there you can get from like uh, Linux or whatever else is happening. Uh, I forget what's on the actual uh, device, iOS device, but you have to you have to have a hacked device to not use their programs to to get certain things, right? So if Epic can break into that market, it's a win win for Android. Android's like, yeah, sure, we we don't care, because 
I believe that anything that comes off of the iPhone and also Google Play, they get they get like thirty percent. That's their cut. It's like a, it's somewhere between ten thirty percent of all apps sold, of all in-game purchases of apps sold. You know, Apple still gets thirty percent. Google still gets their thirty percent from their from their actual things. So if Epic comes in. And everyone's like, yeah, you can have our game on our launcher on the iOS device. And Apple's like, cool, you want to be on our phone? It'll be uh, 20% of all sales from your app that you sell, we get. And then Epic's like, well, we'll give you 8% of the sales and so on and so forth, right? So that's what the, all the contracts are going to have to get worked out there. But I think just think another another thing for competition is good. But, now, you, have, but you have to remember how much, how much revenue... Oh, it's is actually being made trillions. just just from people having a phone in their pocket. Now, I'm not talking about the phone bill. Yeah, yeah. About no, th no. The things that they purchase, yeah, yeah. apps that they purchase, Tr trillions of dollars. Incredible, incredible. It would, I would, I, it would make you sick if you knew what like Candy Crush was making. Okay, like it we would already make, know. We we, it, had, we had an idea how much Candy Crush is making. Right. We 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 have an idea. We actually don't know. Okay. Can't, uh, like we listen. I can I can lowball it and still feel crazy about it. Like yeah, they're, I'd be like, that's insane. And I'm not mad at them making money. It's just funny no. to me. You look at a game like God of War or something that looks so gorgeous and beautiful and all this stuff, and then you look at Candy Crush. It's a little fucking cartoon, little things dropping down on the thing and blowing up. And everyone's like, ah. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it's amazing to me that, that it takes someone eight years to make this game, and it takes someone eight weeks to make that game. And then that, and, and that game makes more money. Exactly. So if, right. if but, but, this, but this is the dangerous part. This is why it's it's... It's a very serious issue that the gaming community as a whole respects specific types of games and what it takes to make them and stop funding the ones that don't do anything except suck money out of your pocket. Right? Because we've said it we've said it we've said it numerous times. If they don't have to make it to make money, they don't. Right. They don't. Right. It's a business. However, I can cut costs and however I can raise profits. So if I can sell you a shitty game and make 10 times more than what I normally make, that's the answer. So it's up to the individuals to say, uh, no, no, thank you. That's garbage. Thanks very much, though. Like, I'm just saying, man, it, it, it's going to get to the point now where the, the games that people want to see will be further and further apart. And the ones that just suck all the money out of their pocket are going to be numerous. And all over the place. Remember, remember when banner ads was a big deal. That's oh, yeah. what it's going to look like. the The landscape's going to be a bunch of bunch of games that just suck money out of your pocket yep. constantly. I'm getting them. I'm getting them now on my phone. They keep sending me advertisements for all these, all these not like Candy Crush, yeah, but no, games that games that look like they might be detailed and and like interesting, but they're really not. I there's just something about. Look, I, I played Project X Cloud on on mobile devices. And it's amazing because I'm playing my games on a mobile device wherever I want, okay? What I don't like about mobile games is because mobile games, I have a problem releasing like 5 bucks or $10 on a game when I'm like, I could buy that game on a PC, I could buy that game on a console, okay, and get my money's worth out of it because I feel like, but if I pay like $15 or $5 for my mobile, I'm like, ah, I don't know if I'm going to play it on this small screen. I don't know if I'm really going to enjoy the graphics not being as high quality as it was before when I played it on the other other device, right? And then it also comes down to if it's a free game, 
you're like, oh, it's a free game. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try. So you start playing the free game, but then, then like every 30 seconds or every three minutes, an ad pops up. Like you can't do anything about it. It's just an ad come takes over your phone. Okay. There's no button to press. It's, it's doing this whole thing. And then all of a sudden a, a little, little faint white X appears in the upper left-hand corner, but sometimes it's fake. That's not, not, not real X, right? It's a fake X. And then you hit it and then it takes you to another fucking ad. And then you have to wait 10 seconds after that to hit the other X. And I'm like, look, I don't want to fucking play. It's a game to get out of the fucking ad, right? And then you, while you're waiting to play the game, the free game, they put an ad in front of you and you can play the ad live and you start playing the ad and that takes you deeper and that's into why, And that's why so I, won't, I, won't, I won't allow myself to fall down the rabbit hole of all that nonsense. Yeah. Uh, so, just, just, just to play a certain game on there. I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'll wait till I get in front of my PC or I'll wait till I get in front of my console and I'll play a game. That's all. I, I don't need. To, I don't need to be. Right, do you, I'm in the airport. It's been you, more than it's been more than three hours. <laughs> but I'll get a game in me quick. I'm gonna lose it. Do you still play the Transformers game? I can't. What do you mean you can't? It won't. It won't load. Oh, so your phone's obsolete now. Like they did a build and it won't work on your phone now. Oh, you're talking about the phone one. I thought yeah. you were talking about the console. Yeah, no, 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 I'm no. talking about the phone oh, one. I got rid of it. I got rid of it. Okay. I got rid of you it. You played that for like two years, longer than that. I played it to see what they were going to do with it, if they were going to do anything. The, the, the best thing they did with it, which I thought was an actual good hook for people that were Transformer fans, is if you got all the Combiner guys, you could actually make the Combiner. Right. You can make Devastator. So I, I, kept, I kept playing it because I'm a Decepticon. I kept playing it until I got all the Decepticon, the, excuse me, the Constructicons. Once I made Devastator and I leveled him up, I'm like, I'm done with this game now. Now, did you did you spend any money in the game? I spent money in the very beginning because I figured out that the harvesting thing, you needed to have as many of the uh, builders as possible. Mm -hmm. So I think I spent maybe 15 or 20 bucks early on. But in my mind, and this is the way I work it, a $20 phone game for three or four years of playing it is okay with me now how long did it take you to get devastator once they put it in the game probably about a year okay and i don't and i, and I don't play i don't play all the time right you you logged mm -hmm. in and, and 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 did the stuff sure your dailies or whatever you had to do all yep. right so let's go to the next story yeah so before that i just don't like mobile games so mobile games to me if epic comes out and the, and you can play actual games on the on, on the phone they have to make it like this. Listen, if I buy the game on the Epic Store, I should be able to get the free version of it on the mobile device. You see what I'm saying? I I know they probably won't but do that. that. <clears throat> but that's not. But that's not how they work it, man. It, that's not how they're gonna work it. You know that. Well, if I buy you a DVD, that. right, I own the rights to it for that for the for certain things. Like I own the. If I buy the physical, I get the digital along with it. So basically, I want the same type of thing. If I buy on on the PC version, I should get the. I should get the mobile version for free. Is is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You're living in a fantasy world. Well, no, because if they saying. no, but because what I'm saying is if they're if they're doing microtransactions, <coughs> bless you. If they if they you, you didn't mute it at all, that was that was nope. bless you. I went the wrong way. <laughs> I went the wrong way. He, he intensified it. He, he raised the volume. I, up. <laughs> I turned the knob. I turned the knob the wrong way. He raised the volume up when he sneezed. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. I, I, Sorry, sorry, uh, fellow people out there. I didn't mean to blow your anyone. Out. Anyone with the uh, with the headphones in their head is like, oh. um, yeah. So if they if they had the version on mobile, 
you would get you get ads and stuff, right? But if you bought the game and then on mobile, then you wouldn't get the ads. Anyway, all right. So the next next thing I want to talk about. This is interesting, Sarge. A couple, I guess, about a year ago, we talked about this, and Sony patents a new game cartridge. Now, uh, mm, I wonder. Now, as a hype for PlayStation Five continues to build and fans eagerly anticipate its reveal, Sony's patented a new, intriguing game cartridge device. Okay, the hype behind the PlayStation Five is continuing to build extreme levels, and fan over all over the world can't wait to find out what Sony has to store for its gamers. Although PS5 revealed the event has been delayed because of what's going on in the world to focus on more important voices being heard, uh, they built up behind the rate reveal is still intense. And now the new patent shows an odd, interesting possibility for hardware for Japanese company. Sony has just patented a game cartridge device, possibly for the PS5, okay, and the patent was published just today, on June 2nd at United States Patent and Trademark Office. Now in 2019, Sony patented a cartridge device of PlayStation 5, but information about it has since been confirmed sources of the storage uh, medium. The new device looks very unique and almost uh, like its own separate piece of equipment. Okay, and I'll show you that in a second. The patent itself refers to the game cartridge, but the PS5 is already confirmed to be using a Blu-ray drive yet again. So the entire situation is very intriguing. Uh, they have been theories the PS5-related game cartridges from all the way back from 2018, but it's a brand new patent doesn't mention the PS5 at all. It's possible that the new patent in some sort of standalone plug, a plug-and-play device, that the PlayStation Classic had some good, uh, I'm sorry, had some good and some not-so-good games, and the library was backed into the console itself. Perhaps this is a new patent, is a standalone idea that can use the cartridges to swap out new games. All right, so this is what the cartridge looks like. This is just drawings of it. I'm pretty sure basically it's an SSD. Yeah, that's that's basically what it looks like. Okay. I mean, they're calling it a cartridge. It's instead of a case, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's an got SSD. like a. It looks like a hole for your thumb or finger to put through, so you can insert or yank it out when it's when it's in the machine. Right. The bottom part right, here, grabbing, grabbing both sides of something to pull it out is. Yeah. Part right here. So 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 19th century. <laughs> the part right here. Looks like it's gonna come out, and that's the the part you like you you shove in or whatever. So that that's it. That's the little cartridge. So we talked about when they showed those those big SSD drives before, and I had a theory about cartridges because the games I, are gonna be see, so big. I, right. I don't see why that wouldn't be a thing. I'm pretty sure. Like I'm pretty sure I've seen sci-fi movies where data devices were little cards again. Right, and that's what direction we're going. The games are gonna get, the games are going to get so big that you're going to need a, an SSD to put them on. Right, and so an SSD is pretty decent size. It's small, looks a little like an oversized credit card, but that's what it is. I think. Look, I had this thing on my my Xbox. This is this is a battery. Okay, this is the, the size of the battery. Let's just say, obviously, this is way thicker than what the cartridge that they're showing. But I have this device that I have hooked up to my Xbox, and these are the batteries for it. And it just slides in and injects real easy. Now, if I had to picture this as a storage device, let's look at the future, Sarge. Let's say this little thing in my hand right here is one terabyte of storage or 500 gigs of storage, right? And all I have to do is just slide it in. Right, right. And I could take Destiny now and 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 have as many updates and as many things as possible for storage or, or whatnot for it. Right? Yeah. And you can do that for any game. And you can sell the little cartridges... It might come with the actual game. Maybe you buy the standalone game, sixty bucks. But if you buy the game with the cartridge, hundred bucks, right? 
So you're paying right. $40 for the cartridge, and then you can expand. Listen, we, we, listen, we've discussed this many times. Okay, the day the days are coming. Okay, AAA games are going to be hundred bucks. Okay, this is what it's going to come down to. However, they figure it out that they're going to get hundred bucks out of you right away or over time. Right. The hundred dollar price point is is now on the horizon. Okay, that's what. But it's how gonna can happen. they get that initially? Right, because <clears throat> DLCs and stuff come out after the fact. How can you get hundred dollars from someone from day one? Right, and if then it, it, add it, on DLC, and then add on the microtransactions. Game, when the game is an actual self-contained storage device of itself, that's how you do it. Because they sell you on the fact that the game will be always upgradable, always expanding. That's the selling point. I'm going to buy this epic game. I'm like, I'm not buying that fucking thing for $100. And like, oh, no, no, no. You're, you're getting this game, but everything that comes out after it for the next season pass or whatever the next couple of seasons is or whatever the new phrase will be for the next year or two right is included right and once again it'll be upfront money for a promise in the back right well bunny right? bunny australia of course is paying a hundred dollars but then they would pay 140 dollars right? that's right bunny would have to pay 140 dollars right. you know what i mean like th- this is the this is the problem with with with, with things we'll we, yeah, in but, america will pay 100 and then yeah, in australia will pay 140 I don't. I don't know all of Australia's, uh, you know, trade trade contracts. Bunny, you're not in Australia, are you? Yeah, I didn't think so. I don't. I don't know Australia's all these trade the trade uh, contracts that they have, but aren't they closer to China? Like, isn't isn't the stuff that goes everything's made in China? Yeah, but, it comes to it's like every, shouldn't there, there shouldn't their stuff be? But they don't China. Make, yeah, I guess China, it's, they, you know what I mean. They import a little cheaper right? for them. You would well, think. Okay, but is is Australia? let's not get crazy now is australia big enough to where everyone thinks it's an island and not a continent <laughs> or and it, right like because if, if i were one to, in the same it's one if in the I same were, if i were to blow a hole in panama then south america would be a big island too you know what i'm saying so it's like why why is it why is it you guys weigh it out as an island or it's a continent it's like all i'm saying is distance wise if everything's made in china it's yeah, right no, there I, I get it so yeah. maybe they collect a little bit more tax money up front down in, in australia because they import everything i get that too but it just seems a little do weird. you know why everything's more expensive in australia because everything once you get off the boat can kill you everything little bug spider that's this size the thing that's it's they're like you know it's what like, crikey is that an ant <laughs> what happened to timmy <laughs> Got he got bit swatted. by the rare, rare yeah. poisonous ant. Right. You got you got a giant <laughs> ant carrying UPS packages down the road. Yeah. So it's it's more deadly there. If Tally was here, she would defend it. Um, I think Tally might pop in just from you talking about Australia. Be she, careful. It, it could. It could. She could get a. She can get a hearing. Right now, somebody somebody's sending her a text, or she feels <laughs> she feels the call. A, a disturbance. Shit a disturbance in the forest. Yeah, a disturbance in the forest. Well, going from going from that right uh, to where's the next one? That was the patent of the cartridge. I mean, what do you guys think, chat, about the cartridge? Do you think this is a, a plausible thing? Do you think that cartridges are coming back? Right. Well, it, another version of the cartridge is coming back. Well, right. Well, digital is happening, right? But I mean, why would the digital cartridge come back? Why would a cartridge come back though? And the only reason I have is so they can get more money out of you. Well, let's 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 look at it from the business standpoint. Ready? If I if we know all games are getting bigger and it's it's more expensive to sell you a piece of equipment that has enough space to hold all these games, then if I make the actual storage device the game itself, I can charge you every time you get a game 
to the storage device for that game. But doesn't it seem doesn't it seem a little right? ridiculous? That's, let's just say that's it, what it is. Let's say this is happening. Let's say this is happening. Right, cartridges are back. You download digital your games. Okay, you digitally download right. all your games. But every right. time I switch a game now, like I'm playing Deep Rock Galactic, now I have to go get my Game's Deep Rock Galactic part, yeah. and I have to insert it when I play Deep Rock Galactic. And then I'm like, oh, I gotta switch to to Destiny. So I gotta take my card out and grab the Destiny card and put it back in. I'm telling you, what's the fucking right. point so of getting rid of the disc in the first place then? Because I because I'm selling you a hard drive right, right. every time every you time buy a game. game. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, not all games. Don't get me this wrong. Not right. all games. Right. But the games that are epic and massive. And you would need to have all this space because the game is so amazing that you, they're going to have it on hard drive. It it doesn't it doesn't give us the specs of what it would be. It's just the cartridge. It says the drawing is broken lines uh, depicts portions of the game cartridge from no uh, from no part of claim design. Uh, dot dash broken lines define the boundaries of but not include in the claim design. It doesn't Bro, say bring, anything. Bring up, bring up the picture again. It doesn't, the picture it doesn't say anything about storage size capacity or anything like that. That's that's not you know what I'm gonna be honest with you. I think someone's fucking with you. I think that I don't even think that's a an actual storage device. It looks like a cigar cutter. That's what that is. <laughs> it is a cigar uh, cutter. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't think it's an actual. I don't even think it's a fucking drive. I think it's a cigar cutter, and they're just talking shit. They want to <laughs> they want to say a bunch of because who else is putting a hole in the, in, in the actual drive? You're gonna tell me for for picking it up or keychain? That's a cigar cutter, man. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> It's ridiculous. So, Saudi's it's making ridiculous. cigar cutters for everyone. That's dual purpose. <laughs> dual purpose. It's a cigar cutter slash hard drive. That's what right, it is. Right. Keychain slash keychain. Slash keychain. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. It says it's a game cartridge, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm betting it's a small memory expansion, but it does say cartridge. Yeah, because I don't think when you're patenting it, it, it doesn't need to say exactly what it is. You're just patenting the design of it. Right. You're well, not... let's let's be let's be clear. They're gonna give a new name is coming down the pike. Okay. Nobody's gonna call it a cartridge. They're gonna call it. They're somebody. Some of the brains in the in the room are gonna go. Okay, we gotta call this something else because we can't call it a cartridge. Right. 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 What what new lingo are we gonna come up with? They're gonna come up with something. All right. They'll so the next something. the next story is uh, we like we like talking about remakes. Okay. And now we've been talking about Grand Theft Auto Six rumors and speculations and stuff. And both me and Sarge. So far, no information actually came out yet for Grand Theft Auto 6. We said, I, I have it up until next October of 2021. I said sometime this year up till next October 21 uh, of uh, 2021. But what is Rockstar coming out with from now till then, right? And everyone's okay, like, but... hold on, hold on. Everyone's like, I don't know. Maybe they're coming out with a new game. And I've been talking about this. I said, what about if they did a remake? I would love to see Red Dead Redemption 1 remade in the new with the new graphic engine, right? Because it's already basically in the game. Okay. Now, mind you, people have found part of Mexico inside of Red Dead Redemption 2. Assets that are already built over there when you go outside the map. Okay. No expansion, but same engine, same assets. And here it is, rumored Red Dead Redemption remake releasing early next year. Okay, an anonymous leaker, again, take this with a grain of salt. Okay, Rockstar Games will announce a new game this year, but that it's actually a complete remake of Red Redemption 1. 
Since the release of Red Dead Redemption 2, fan-favorite dev Rockstar Games has been relatively quiet about the new game front. GTA Online and Red Dead Online continue to get support, of course, but many of a hopeful for what the store uh, in the future. Okay, Recent reports indicate that Grand Theft Auto 6 is years away, so fans are at a loss for what could be next. That is unless most recent Rockstar game leak is believable. It's true it seems that Rockstar Games will be announcing a complete Red Dead Redemption remake this year, uh, with it set to release quarter one, quarter two, 2020. Uh, I'm sorry, quarter one or quarter two of 2021. That must be a typo because it can't be quarter two of yeah of 2020 because we already we're in quarter two of 2020. Uh, so uh, all game rumors and leaks should be taken with you know that grain of salt thing. And the post uh, uh, 4chan, so it doesn't say much for the leaker's credibility, but the Stranger Things have happened in the leak being provided uh, proven true. So. What do you think, Sarge? Do you think this is plausible, or do you think this is there's no way that Rockstar is making a remake of Red Redemption One at all? Okay. Nobody, nobody hears us talk about the crazy shit a lot of the times. They think we're just talking out of our ass, but we're not talking out of our ass. We 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 know what we're talking about. <clears throat> Rockstar does not need to come out with a game. No, okay, they're still making a the amount of the dollars. amount of money that they're making off of Grand Theft Auto Five. Okay, dictates that they do not have to release a game. Game companies release a game when they need revenue. GTA does not need any, or a Rockstar does not need any revenue currently. So what they will do, because nobody's heard from them in so long, are they still in business? What happened to them? Right. What's going to happen is they're going to do what anybody else does when the markets are kind of iffy and you don't have a lot of money to throw down on something. You make remakes. Okay, it's probably very easy for them to take a portion, a portion of their team. To remake Grant, uh, remake Red Dead One in the Red Dead Two engine and keep b- people busy while they're in the background, and you know, after seven years, you know they're working on something. Let's everyone just use common sense, okay? Seven years have passed, okay? They're working on something. They're really good at staying quiet and just shutting up until they have something to say. They're, wh- whoever works with them, whatever employees work for them, they probably all sit around in a room and they go, listen, we want to have a good company. We don't want any of this bullshit leaking out every three seconds, having to worry about it. Look at what happened to look, look what happened to take two. Right. Look what happened to all these other companies. Look what happened to well, Bethesda. Take two is part Just, of them. <clears throat> right. Well, they're yeah, part but of take two. They're but, part of take two. Yeah, but not but not them um, specifically. Right. Let's everyone just shut the fuck up. When we have something to show, we will show it. Right, nobody. I guess nobody at Rockstar is, you know, inconvenienced or or mad, or they're crunching or whatever kind oh, of crunch. Re- crunch. whatever whatever kind of revenge issues that they're having over there. Nobody leaks any information, right? And this is why we always say there's no such thing as leaks, right? Right. right? They tell you exactly what they want to tell you. They can stamp it however they want to stamp it. But if if, if they really don't want to say anything, they don't. They don't say anything. Here's so, a remake, yes, and I'm. I, I, let's go back to what we were talking about. the The main point of the GTA conversation is this: Do they release the game where it was just like the GTA Five, where they have to buy it on the old system and then buy it on the new system, or do they just wait, use the full power of the Xbox, and just sell me a game that belongs on the I, new system? I, in the past, I said they'll probably sell it to you and then sell it again, but. I, I've had a, a a change of heart. I believe because the next consoles are so much advanced than what we have now, 
And again, I I haven't seen it. Just basic on what they're selling us, right? Right, just what they're saying. Just basic on what they're what they're saying. I have a feeling that it's just for the new system. Now, if they do that though, that means they're not going to launch it early in the console's life cycle. Like Buckalorian says 2022 right. 2023 right which would make sense because oh, that's that's two years three years into the making of this console it takes a long time for people to move to the next console okay ah but you need a reason right to move to the you, next console you need a reason to move and that would be a reason to move two years three years into the new console because two years, three years into the new console, you now start having games coming out for the, the console. The bugs are worked out. If there's some bugs, the bugs right. are worked out a little bit. Right. Maybe the system even gets skinnier or smaller because they redesign it or, or whatever. So there's there's more games to come into there. You know what I mean? Where if when the game system first launched, there's really no games made for that system until a year into the launch of that system. But that's but that's been but that's been the always. problem always. Always. Yeah, always. Right? Yeah. The the, the the premier the premier example I give is the original God of War. Yeah, the original God of War came out on the PlayStation Two at the very end of PlayStation Two. Right, and that game was amazing for PlayStation Two, which means they were able to optimize the hell out of that game. The best that could be for PlayStation Two. Right. I as a side scroller before this before I went three D that game was phenomenal. Okay. And that's after the end of the life cycle. So right. now, all the all the all the talk about what the hardware can do, what the capabilities are, what what can actually happen with this generation. Everyone, the the, the techies are all up in the like, yes, what can we get on this? But you don't see it right away. You don't see it right away. What I'm curious though is, what is the initial game? Are you selling me games? as a reason to buy a new system or is this this microsoft thing that they're doing where yeah kind of you don't have to get it you don't ha you don't really have to upgrade because you're gonna you're gonna get the best possible game regardless of where you buy it because it we're gonna give you the different version when it like so what are you really saying about your new system does it if it doesn't if it doesn't impact the playability the the game itself then why would i want it i right and that's why playstation's taking this stand where they're saying all the games made for the system are going to be for this system, which gives people who are techies right. the reason to buy the PlayStation. Well, that's two different business models there. Before we get to that, there's one more thing about the Red Dead Redemption remake here where maybe it's not a remake of Red Dead Redemption 1 at all. It could just be an expansion to the storyline because there is Mexico still missing, right? So it could just be maybe not a full-fledged game, but maybe an actual expansion coming out next early early next year for red dead redemption right could be could be an online thing could be whatever so that's just another thing now going back to your what you just said now there's a there's an article that phil spencer talks about that uh let me read it here he says uh players can't appreciate the power of the next gen yet right he says, it's no surprise that players are excited about the next-gen consoles like Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5, but it seems as though anticipation is still isn't quite the level studio heads like Phil Spencer would prefer. This is likely due to the limited way that these systems have been shown off and the abilities have focused on the, on the goal to eliminate load times in next-gen. Uh, thanks to the limited focus of the teraflop numbers and the frame rates and reduced load times, uh, Phil Spencer has mentioned in recent podcasts... 
that uh, the Xbox, with lots of games like Destiny 2, filling up the next-gen libraries during the system's first release and limited look at the exclusive gameplay, looks like players can still really get a feel for what these consoles will play like. Okay. In a conversation with Talking Games with Reggie and Harold's podcast, Spencer explains that his frustration was trying to explain how it feels to play the Xbox Series X with the high frame rate and resolution capabilities. For one, no matter how many press conferences and gameplay trailers Xbox releases, no video capture is going to be able to show exactly what the next-gen console is capable of. This is especially difficult to appreciate it if viewers are watching on a systems or monitors that are, are not capable of playing back the footage at the same quality that the new system can do. So Spencer's comments imply that the players really won't be able to appreciate the jump from Xbox One to Xbox Series X until they had a chance to play it on the new console for themselves, since showing off the gameplay videos doesn't do ex the next-gen justice. Now, you're saying that PlayStation's like, we're making games for the new system, and this is the reason to buy the new system, and Xbox is like, eh, whatever you want, you can play it on every, every system. Two different business models, right? PlayStation is not Microsoft. Right, Microsoft has trillions of dollars, and they can throw money at wherever they want, and they can take a loss on one thing to make money from another. Okay, I always, I always look at Microsoft as a grocery store. You walk into a grocery store, and some things are on sale, and they're losing money on certain things in the in the store. They're just trying to get it off the shelf, right? But overall, you're not just coming for those cans of beans, right? You're coming in. And you're like, oh, I need I need some soda. And the soda's on sale. They're losing money on the soda. But you come in, you grab a bag of chips. You come in, you grab some bread. You come in, you grab some milk, right? And you're making more they're making money off of you because you're buying other things, okay? Microsoft is doing that with Game Pass. Game Pass are like, hey, look, you can buy this new system, but you can still play all this stuff on the system that you have. Here's Game Pass, right? Game Pass is 10 bucks, 15 bucks a month. And then there's microtransactions, and maybe you want to buy the game, you get a 20% discount, and they take games off of Game Pass. Everyone thinks, like, games come on Game Pass, and the, the library just keeps expanding. It keeps expanding, but they also take stuff off, okay? So you might have a thing that's on Game Pass for, like, two months, whatever the contract is, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, where was that? And then it's gone, right? But if you wanted it, while it's on Game Pass, you can purchase it for 25 or 20, 20 or 25% discount, so you're buying the game which you wouldn't buy normally, right? Or you also wouldn't even give it a shot because you didn't have a have a, a way to play it without getting Game Pass, right? So that's their game model. Where PlayStation, Sony has a lot less money, and they're in it to make consoles. Now, they might lose money on the consoles, but they'll make it up for it on the PlayStation Store, and also they'll make it up because the average gamer is going to buy every exclusive title that comes out and if it's over five years or whatever, they're going to buy $60 here. They're going to buy the expansions for it. They're going to buy the DLCs for it. They're going to buy the microtransactions for it. Oh, there's God of War. There's Spider-Man. There's um, uh, Zero Horizon Dawn. You know, and they just keep going. So if every year two exclusive games come out, that's $120 out of your pocket. Just straight up for the game, right? That's not including the DLCs or microtransactions that you're spending. Plus, plus the thing you're... Uh, what's the PlayStation Network called, guys? I don't have a PlayStation to... I don't play the online. I figure what PlayStation Live, is that what it is? Just called PSN? Uh, so that's their structure, okay? So, yeah, I, I totally get what Phil Spencer's saying, that we don't understand what the console is going to do until you get it in your hand. And that's sort of like All right, being a vacuum salesman, right? You don't okay, know how good the vacuum is until you actually use the vacuum. 
Yeah, but that's fine. But let's let's get down to brass tacks, okay? They can talk about whatever they want about what the new system can do, okay? The only thing that they talked about that they actually put at the forefront to get people interested at all is you're telling me that no load time, okay, and 60 FPS, period. Like, baseline, 60 FPS, we're in it. Okay, now, my problem is I don't think they can do it. I don't think that the games that, that need to run 60 FPS as standard will do it. But that's what's advertised. What I do see as an advertisement that is a guarantee is everyone's going to have lower load times. Right. Now, if that, is, if that is the only massive jump besides games looking pretty, right, there might be an issue here of why I want to buy a system. Right. Okay? If, it all, if, if everyone just says... Man, I can't wait to buy a new system so I don't have to wait for load times. And that is your only reason for buying it because you're tired of load, you're tired of load times. Then we have an issue, right? I want to see performance, okay? I think it's time. We've seen pretty now for two generations. Everything's pretty. Oh, don't worry about it. It's pretty. Oh, what you got there? Oh, don't worry about it. It's pretty. We've got a pretty game here for you. It's going to be awesome. It's pretty. That's all it's been advertised. It looks great. I get it. Where's my performance? Can I overclock it? Is it running 60 FPS? Is it is it running for the specs I have? Okay. Is it gonna can I can I run the game the way it's supposed to run on a PC? Can I run it that way on a console? Right? That's what people are gonna be looking for. Right? Now, also remember, they are experts at picking a game or making a game that specifically shows what prettiness and what the possibilities right. of the right. system are but have no playability at all, and it's a garbage game, right? We all know what games right. these are, right, right. all right? Rise was definitely one of them. It's a good story, okay. but it was you know, lackluster. It game. was, yeah. but yeah. there was a couple games that came out that were specifically there just to show you how pretty the game can be and what the capabilities of the system were, even though the game was crap, right? right? And I don't expect anything different when this release comes out. There's going to be some game that's just all of a sudden going to pop out of nowhere. My personal thing is... Here, is, Chad, here's it, a here's a poll. Take be, the, take the poll. Beyond beyond Good and Evil Two, okay, we Which have seen this want? game. We have seen this game now multiple times. Okay, we've seen it in this dreamland state that this game is supposed to exist in. How awesome that game looks! Do you think that the developers of Beyond Good and Evil are just waiting around, going, yeah, yeah. "Man, I really, Isn't I really that... hope they come out with a system that can actually run this." Yeah, right, exactly. We're exactly. not because we're not releasing this thing until we've got a system that can actually right. run it the way we want it to run. Beyond Good and Evil was shown like three years ago, and I'm like, "There's no way that's coming out for this system. There's no way, no chance, no way." And here, here you no are. Chance. We're about to go to the next system, and they're still not having to have an announce date. <laughs> no, maybe, yeah, but maybe with this system, maybe with this system, they have now the chops where they're like, maybe after like year two or three of this system being out, they go. It's, uh, we could do it. It's doable on this system. We can do it. Hold on one second, Serge. Real quick, guys. I put a poll in the in the chat. Go to the top of the chat. You can vote on it. Do you want Xbox? Do you want PlayStation Five? Do you want both? Or do you not want any? Hit the hit. Vote vote up on top. You know, I I I think for for me, okay. You always need a reason to buy the system. I don't care about Phil Spencer's way of saying that you can get any game you want, play it anywhere you want. I don't give a shit about that. I'm glad it's convenient. If you want me to shell out money for a new system, you've got to tell me why I want that new system. Right. And you've got to show it to me. And it better not just because it's pretty. Right. Okay. 
I want to see performance. If that's all they keep talking about is performance, then I want to see the game be made for the performance that that which, system can which do. Which you won't see the year one. Right. You won't see that year right. one. Which you, which you will not see year right. one. I the, get the it. The games that you come out year one are games like Rome Rise, or right? Or, or games like that. You're not was gonna, it, was it was it Rise of Rome? Rise of Rome. That's what it was. Rise. It was called Rise. It was Rise of Rome, but um, but that's that's the games you're getting, right? You're you're getting games that are made for the system, but yet they're going to be a shell of a game. Now, here's a here's a game that's coming out for PlayStation exclusively. What, what's it called? Uh, uh, it's not. What the hell was it called? It's Which the, one? The slasher slasher looter. The slasher looter. Yeah. What was that? PlayStation. Yeah, it's PlayStation. What was that game? God. 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 Uh, Godfall? Godfall, that's what it is, right? So, Godfall's coming out. Now, it's only a PlayStation game. PlayStation's development kit's only been around for 18 months, okay? That's launching this holiday season, okay? it's a Let's just say it's like a Destiny-type game. I personally would stay clear of that game for at least six months to a year because if they've only been working on the game for 18 months... Hell, I'll give it to them. Two years, 24 months, okay? They've worked on it for two years. When it comes out, it is not going to be a full-fledged game, especially if it's a looter-shooter, games-of-service type of, of game, okay? It's going to come out. It's going to look great. Check. It's going to look great. It's going to have fast load times. Check. It's, it's, it's running really well. But the core of the game, I don't think, is going to be a very depth-in-game type of stuff. I, I honestly think that it, it might be like a... I don't want to say it's going to be like Anthem, but it could be like Anthem as far as not a full-fledged game. It'll be a full-fledged game 18 more months after it launches. So if it launched this November, it probably won't be good until November of 2021 or like March of 2022. That's when the game will shine because that's when they'll have the bugs out. That's when they'll have this. Do you know what I'm saying? Like these games are going to be made for these new systems, but the new systems don't have games made for them right when the when the console launches but i don't i don't want to wait around for a game to mature exactly. before i buy it exactly right i understand that gaming is expensive they they're going to they're, they're start they're going to start throwing this in our faces now from here until the next time uh, uh, a, 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 a a strike happens okay we understand gaming the the games are expensive to make right Let's not let's not forget how things work. Okay, they want to work within the means of the other budgets. They want to work within the time restrictions that they have to make a game because right. their plan has to be: Can we make this game in this in this generation of console? Is this game going to be ready in, in three or four years? And what and what the whole structure of how to make this game is now? Let's go along with the with the basis of business now. If all the games they're coming out now, well, not all. Sorry, if most of the games are digital, okay. Yes, you can get a hard copy, but we all know most of the games now are digital. If the game price doesn't have to really come up right away, guys, does it? Because they're this, already making twenty six and a half percent more. This, this is our next story anyway. So go ahead. There's no middleman, okay. So that part of the that part of the game is already raised up twenty six and a half percent because that that part of the that part of the the, the profit goes back to the developer. So. How big can the game be? How massive can it be that you're gonna say, "Oh, bro, we had a lot of people work on this game. A lot of stuffs happening." Like, did, did people forget how to budget and do things with efficiency, or is now everyone just throwing money into a pile 
And they're all just going, it's what it takes to make the game, man. I don't know what you're talking about. It costs $340 million to make the game and another $500 million to advertise for it. And I'm calling bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on all that shit because you, people have made games, awesome games, for, for a proper budget for what is involved in a AAA game. Not to mention the fact that there's always the money in the back end, whether it be season pass, battle pass, microtransactions, whatever, whatever comes down the pike. So let's not get ahead of ourselves now that the, they're going to spoon feed us now until the system comes out. You got to understand, guys, gaming is expensive. So when they start dropping out, when they start dropping out hundred dollar price tags, nobody gets sticker shock. You'll all be like this. Hmm. He said $100 was supposed to be it, so that's got to be the reason. You know, it, it's not exactly that easy. Well, We should be very mindful of how these games are going to come out and how the structure of the game is going to come out. Is it going to be a games as a service? Is it going to be it comes with its own hard drive? Is it going to be, you know what I mean? There's a whole different right. world coming out now on how games are going to come out, not to mention the fact that you may or may not have a games as service model right now by doing either Game Pass or, or EA or not EA Live. What's EA Live? PlayStation Live or whatever, whatever, or whatever the opposite service is. So, what is it that's going to make the game that expensive? Just because you say it is, just because it's more expensive to make. It? We all know prices have gone up, but if prices have gone up that much and everybody now is in panic mode, then how in God's name could they have possibly made all the games up till now? For sixty dollar price tag, how is it even possible? Right, they must be getting cheap labor, like from from fourth world nations, in order to program these games. Because at sixty bucks plus MTX for the last ten years, we've been scraping the barrel, and all of a sudden now we're getting we're getting announced now. We're getting announcements. Games are expensive to make, and here comes the spoon fed stuff to let us know that when the price ticket comes out, it might be seventy nine ninety nine, and Australia might be ninety nine ninety nine. We don't know. But we know something's coming down the pike because we know it's going to cost more. All right. right. Well, perfect perfect segue. So Sony says that games are going to be more expensive to make, right? So I'm going to put a poll up. How much would you pay for the game? Okay, I have... What kind of game? It doesn't matter. Just a, a standard price AAA? of game. AAA game? Yeah, of course a AAA game. But the standard price of a game right now is 60 bucks for the standard, standard thing. $70, right? So... Chat, how would you, this is, chat's going out there, here's the poll, how much would you pay for a game? 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 plus? Put your vote in there. Okay, so, they talked the price. How expensive is the Unreal Engine 5 for the PS5 tech demo? Right? They made a game development look with Ryan answers being vague about the limitations, but forward with price. I think to the extent that the technology enables the graphics side, and it will become more interesting and lifelike, the games will become slightly more human intensified and capable of intensive to produce so yes we think that probably will be an increase in development of budget however ryan says it won't likely be a massive increase with one focus also being to do it faster than ever before to provide so they're making better graphics it's going to be more intense but instead of taking six months to do something it might only take three months to do something right so it's more intense less time okay so how much sarge would you pay i've always said that i'm okay paying more for a game as long as you're giving us a full game and what is a full game right like i look at i look at god of war right that's a complete game 
from top to bottom, complete game. Spider-Man, top, complete game from top to bottom, right? Who? Uh, what's another game? Red Dead Redemption, top to bottom, complete game. Then you look at other games. Would you pay $100 for Destiny? Would you pay $100 for Anthem? <clears throat> Would you pay $100 for Fallout? Right? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, there's games that are AAA studios that make games, and you're like, uh, is that worth that much? Yes, price is limited to based on if you have money, if you don't have money, and if it's it's harder or not. But but see, but but this is but this is the kind of environment we're getting into now. They know based on what they've done for the last ten years, based on uh, limited editions, what could be bought digital, what could be bought uh, as a hard copy what different versions of the game they wanted. So I think that they know that they can customize for specific people, and they know that there might be a version of the game that you're willing to pay $100 for because that group of people will pay $100 for it. At the same time, there'll be another group that wants that game, but they won't They won't pay 100 bucks for it, but they'll definitely pay 50 plus the 10 plus the 10 plus the 10. No, but I'm, the 10. I'm talking just not right away. Yeah, yeah no, so I'm talking I'm right away. Is, I'm talking like day one. Day one, the game, the game would have to be able to advertise it in such a way that would warrant the fact of the price tag. Like, for instance, if they were to say something about Halo Infinite and say some kind of play as you play as you go service, uh, everything's included. Uh, the game comes with its own hard drive, like that kind of stuff, and the game's ninety nine ninety five. Yeah, I'm not, ta- I'm not talking right? about. I'm not talking about exclusive no, no. like figurines. No, no, or anything no, like no, that. no. The basic game. The Just basic, the basic game. game. That's how. They, that's how they sell it, yeah. right? If they sell it that way, the people that want to be part of that IP will do it. Of course, no problem. Of course, right? But they won't get everybody at that price point. But the structure will be: I will get that money from you eventually. Right. 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 That's that's the difference. See whether or not you want to pay hundred dollars up front for the game is irrelevant, right? Because they're going to get they're going to get more money out of you anyway. They're going to get the hundred bucks. It's just out that of you initial price anyway. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That's that, going to be the structure. That's that's what I'm talking about, though. The initial price, Gator. I'm not talking about like you spent over hundred dollars on Destiny. Of course, we all have because we've bought we've bought multiple copies or you bought the DLCs. Right. I'm talking right. day one to buy Destiny without figurines, without extra DLCs included with it, just the game. Regular price, not hero edition, not extended edition, right. no right. Basic game, basic game, hundred bucks, right? That's what that's it, what we're talking about. It would about. take. Well, it, listen for me. If you're gonna throw the hundred dollar price sticker at me, they're, they're, you're gonna have to sell me on the type of game it is, and it's got to be a triple A game. Like there are there are A games and double A games that are awesome games, but they're not warranted of a hundred dollar price tag. Right. Like if you like, let's <laughs> let's pretend let's pretend Bethesda did no wrong. Just for a moment, let's pretend that Bethesda did no wrong over the last five years. Right? They're still a good gaming company in everybody's eyes. If they decided to come out with uh, the next the next Elder Scrolls, and they said the next Elder Scrolls is coming out, but it's a hundred bucks, I'm pretty sure yeah. the majority of people are handing over hundred dollars. Right. Right. I'm just. I, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're handing it over. Well, well listen, Gator. We this, this you ha- you have to have this conversation too, right? This conversation has come out multiple times. There is no reason for a game company to come out with a game if they are still making money on the game premise that's out currently right now. The only reason why you come out with a new game is because sales taper off and you need something else fresh for people to buy. Elder Scrolls Online has been out now for, I'm sorry, how long? Six years? Is it six years? uh, Maybe it's a little longer. It's been seven, eight years. Elder Scrolls Online. About about seven, eight years, something like that. 
because that game is out, there's not really an entire push for me to want to have Elder Scrolls 6 because people are still playing Elder Scrolls online. I mean, right? that's why Starfield's going to come out. See, they have a they have a way of funneling people. You got you got to think of it as in the big picture. If 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 Bethesda releases Starfield, right? Everyone's going to want to play it because it's sci-fi, it's new. Everyone's going to want to get involved in it. And so you're going to draw your population away from Elder Scrolls Online because they want to try the next Bethesda-type game. And so Elder Scrolls might hang around for a while, but it's not going to be prevalent. And then once Starfield hits its peak and starts to come down, everyone's primed for another medieval-type game. Right, whatever it and is. then the next Elder Scrolls comes out. But they have everything spaced out so far that nobody notices. It doesn't matter. Right, they don't have to release it. Right, right. That's why they'll they'll talk about it forever. They'll show you that damn stupid picture on the wall. Oh, it's coming out. Yeah, we know it's coming out, but you don't give a shit when. Yeah. You don't care. Yeah, but Bunny. Yeah, the ESO and Elder Scrolls are different audiences, but to the business, it doesn't matter. Right. Right. So it's, it's that market. It's right. that part of the market because because there's people still playing Elder Scrolls online and they're making it income constantly income. They work on that because they know that this is where it is. If, the this, money is. if this starts to slow down, then they're like, hey, we should start making the next Elder Scrolls 6, right? Well, that, they're, they're making the it. They're right. not making it. They're just not making it with full team. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Because this is the reason they didn't make a World of Warcraft or uh, Warcraft is because World of Warcraft was out. The reason they don't make certain games is because they already have an online. The reason there's no DLC for Grand Theft Auto is because. Of Grand Theft Auto Online, they don't. They don't need to. They don't need to make a DLC. Yeah, and wow. and and going into the base game, I think the new price will be around seventy five dollars. I think that will be the new price for next gen games with the four K, one hundred twenty frames, whatever happens on PlayStation. I think the next God of War or the next Spider Man game is going to be between like seventy and seventy five dollars for the base game. Now, obviously, they're going to blur the lines, right? It'll be seventy-five dollars, uh, and then they might throw in something, or it might be a hundred dollars, and they'll give you a statue, and they do all this other stuff. But the base game, I think, is going to be between seventy and seventy-five dollars, which is not too far fetched because there's people right now paying a hundred dollars for the base game in Australia and other places around the world. Okay, so do I think prices should go up? Sure. Okay, because how how do you make the graphics? Like they are, but putting the same amount of time in, right? That just doesn't this doesn't make sense but, to me. But it but it becomes it becomes all relative. There are, there are hardware and software in place that makes things easier for developers. That's how it goes. After a certain point, it becomes more and more expensive for them to make a game, and then along that way, they find new and inventive ways right, to, so cut costs, down, right. so. to cut costs. Either we. We we have a different programs that we use that we don't that these use as many people instead of using ten people we can only use five people for this program and then and, and it saves them time. You you if you've been paying attention, there have been stories that have been coming out that have been making development easier yeah, in certain Epic. aspects yeah, with the Unreal Engine. Okay, so it's all relative, but you can't say all of a sudden one day we wake up and a game goes from sixty dollars to eighty five dollars because the market really needed it. We needed this right. money like. It's 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 nonsense. Nothing jumps that far. They've been doing fine this far, this this long. We understand that maybe they're crunching at some point, but let's be honest, they wouldn't be able to make the games if it was really that tragic 
if if the game if the game price was really that big of a factor, more severe stuff would have already happened, right? right. Games would be, have long been delayed, but apparently they able to find these resources and pump out these games on time regardless. So it's not that big of a deal yet, but they will find ways to get a little bit more money out of everybody for the game. And if as long as they put in place and tell you the reasons why, and they do it well, you which won't they, have a problem with it. Which they won't. Right? They're just going to eh. charge it. All right. Next story. Okay. Earlier this year, I boycotted Take-Two and Gearbox because of what they did. They're just shady business, right? Yes, I understand Grand Theft Auto is part of it. But I already had Grand Theft Auto before it came out. Will I buy Grand Theft Auto when it comes out? Yeah, because I like Rockstar, even though they're underneath the Take-Two publisher. But Take-Two has their own games issues. That, issues that they make. And I have a problem with that company. And yet, here we are again. So, game publisher cancels contract with developer and then tries to poach its entire team to create the same game. Okay. So, on Friday... Evening, last December, employees of game designer Star Theory Games each received a same unusual recruitment message on LinkedIn. Uh, a struck them was bizarre for two reasons. One, it came from an executive producer of the publishing company funding their next video game. Two, it said that the game was in works for previous two years was being pulled from their studio. Okay, quote, this was an incredibly difficult decision for us to make, but it became necessary when we felt business circumstances might compromise the development, execution, and integrity of the game. Unquote. Michael Cook, an executive producer and private division, a publishing label with Take-Two Interactive Software, Inc., Inc., uh, wrote in a message with the reviewed by Bloomberg, quote, to the end, we encourage you to apply for positions with us, unquote. It was strange, disconcerting news to start theories employees. Normally, an announcement like that would would be delivered in company-wide meeting or in an email from Star Theory's leadership team. The contract with Take-Two was the studio only sources than revenu uh, revenue at the time, or review at the time, without independent studio was so uh, serious trouble. The LinkedIn message went out and said that Take-Two was setting up a new studio to keep working on the same game of Star Theory and had been developing a sequel to the cult classic Kerbal Space Program. Take-Two was looking to hire all of the Star Theory developers' staff to make that happen. Quote, we are offering a compensation package that includes a, a cash sign-on bonus and an ex excellent salary bonus eligible to other benefits, unquote, Cook wrote. When employees returned to the office on Monday, Star Theory founder Bob Barry and Jonathan Maver uh, conveyed an all-hand meeting. The two men had been discussing with the seller company to take to, but they dissatisfied with the terms. They explained that the game's cancellation was a, was a shock, but the founders assured that the staff and Star Theory will had had money in the bank and they could try to sign other deals according to the five people who attended the meeting and asked not to identify the citing of the risk of litigations. Barry and Maver encouraged employees to stick together and stay at the company. The next few weeks, their chaos employees said that Take-Two hired more than a third of the Star Theory staff, including the studio head of the creative director. By March, as the coronavirus pandemic choked the global economy and hope to save the business uh, appeared to be lost and the Star Theory closed its doors. Even by the cutthroat standards of video game business, Take-Two's tactics were extreme. The company behind the Grand Theft Auto franchise is one of the America America's largest publishers with a market value of $15 billion. And with the stock up to 10% this year and trading near all-time high, thanks to increased demand from people stuck at home, Take-Two cultivated a leading position in publishing through mix of big-budget games and developed in-house by tight-knitting group of studio partners. 
Publishers like Take Control take to control a project, financing, marketing, distributing, and giving them great deals to leverage over the developers to sign. So this is pretty shitty, okay, that they basically were picking the people. They didn't like the deal they had with the company that was making the game for them. So they decided to take the game, close down that shop, and then reopen it and hire all the people that were already working on the game originally to bring it over. If that is not, I, I think I think that's the the gaming version of hostile takeover. Right. If that's not a dick move, and you can look at this and go, "Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm still going to buy Take Two stuff." Like, I'm sorry that that's a cocksucker move, right? That's a bad business move. That's a shady business move, and I get it. But it's a business. I know it's business. It's business. Okay, business. I understand if you're going to close something down and you're like, "Ah, oh, we had to cut our losses. That's it." Right. But you literally didn't like the deal. So you close the studio down and then hire everyone else so you don't have to do the deal. So that, what that means is they, they, they take two doesn't like the upper management of Star... What's the name of the day? Star what? Uh, Star Theory. Star Theory. They don't... They, somebody... They, they probably are at... They're at headbanging over there between the leaders of the two companies. That's what it is. I mean, that's just... Hey, that's listen, just, man. That's just bad, man. Hey, listen, by the way, you're going to hear more and more stories like this because the amount of money that can be made in gaming has reached biblical proportions. Right. Okay. When, when gaming was just gaming and people put their love, blood, sweat, and tears into making a game and sell a game, make a game and sell a game, right? It was just business as usual, like somebody running a Yankee Candle company or a shoe store. Okay. Now we're talking about internet company money. Now we're talking about like communication level money. Like a like a, Feri- a, a Verizon or Sprint kind of money, where you're collecting tens of billions of dollars a year, okay? And so the game is completely different, guys. So this is where we are, right? Thirty it's cutthroat time. Thirty employees wound up leaving Take Two once they once they did that. They said, "No, we're leaving." That I would have been part of that crew. I would have been part of that crew because morally, I would have been like, "They'll find someone else." No, no, I get, get it. Your- I get it. Box of tissues, bro. Right. They're always going to do that. Box, get right. your box of tissues. But I know at the end of the day, I, I don't want to work for a company like that. I would be one of those guys that left. I would have been like, yeah, you know what? Do this without me. I, I'm good. Ha- have fun. Right. Because there, there, there's standards, man. There's just standards to do certain things. And well, you should you should have a little bit of morality towards your towards your business. Okay. Just a little bit. Right. You know, you don't, you don't got to be like the pristine guy that goes to church. Or you should have a little bit more morality as far as how you run. Uh, it's that it's that uh, Kerbal Space Program. It's the one with the, the little alien creatures. They showed it two years ago at E3, like the sequel, and everyone was like, "Oh my god!" Like it was a big underground like hit type of game. Um, I never played it. I never played it. I think a big underground hit would be Zombies Ate My Neighbors. That was an underground hit. Yeah, yeah. Or Destroy All Humans. <clears throat> Uh, then I would have left the company way before. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. I just, this is just yet another story of a company like this doing just a shitty move, man. Just a shitty move. It's like, I understand a business is a business and like, it's an, it's an entity. All right. You got to, you got to do what's right. You got to do what's right. They got to do what's right for them. And I got to do what's right for me. And if I work for a company like that, I've done this in real life. I've worked for shitty companies in the film industry and I could have made a lot of money, but there was shit going on in that business. I went, 
no, I don't want any of this. And I left because that's that's me, right? And I get it. People are different, right? Sometimes you're down on your luck and someone hires you to go blow them, right? Or someone says, hey, here's, here's $3,000. Go murder this person. You're like, yeah, sure. I'll go murder this person, right? I know there's people out there that will do it. Some people look at it and go, no, I'm not doing that job unless it's this much money. I'm not going to do this unless this is happening. We each, we each have our own things. You know what I mean? You like that class? I'm not saying everyone should take like a moral stand, but gamers in general should be paying attention to the landscape. That's all. See how see how publishers are treating their employees. Just just be aware of your surroundings. Don't just go out and buy games because you need your next fix. That's all we're saying. Right. Just right. Make make an educate make an educational but, a purchase. That's I'm all. also saying if you want to go buy your next Madden football, you don't have to go do a 12 page essay report on 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 the backstory of EA and go well. What's the pros and cons about buying a game from EA? Well, I can tell you, just don't buy it from from them as far as the Madden and, and FIFA. But you don't need to go in depth to be like, did they did they screw anyone over? No, just kind of like look at the look at the scene and go, are they, have they improved this game over time? Right? Did they did they murder anybody? Right? Like you look at your food, and you look at the ingredients. Go, was anybody harmed in the making of this of this meal? Okay, no. Okay, then it's good. Right. That's what I'm saying. Just do a little bit of research in, in your games because, again, take two. Remember, they sent FBI agents to someone's house because of, of other things. Yeah, does that, that, does were that shady. make any? Does that make anyone feel uncomfortable? Are you guys completely cool with that? That t- a game company basically sent guys to a house to put pressure on them. Like anybody else have anything to say about that? Or are we going to just pretend like it's just a Monday? It's just Monday. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just it just seems a little weird. All right. The last the last thing we want to talk about, you know what we're talking about. We love talking about it. We love talking about it. Right, Can we just get a silhouette? Don't we have a little silhouette we could put on the screen? Yeah, we're talking we're talking about Destiny 2. All right. So on Mondays, we on, need a, we need a girl, we need a girl on a pole when we talk about this. Just we, a silhouette. Someone, Not an actual picture, just a silhouette. So, someone actually drew a picture for us of a stripper girlfriend. She had like tattoos on her of like Dead Orbit. And like, uh, oh yeah, new modern. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I want that. I want that on a shirt. I That's, want that on a t-shirt. We have to get it redone. It's not. It's not the best one, but it, it's 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 what it is. All right. So Destiny two. We love talking about Destiny. Okay. I'm taking this segment and I I break this off. So if you like us talking about Destiny, and I know there's a lot of people that love us talking about Destiny, right? We talk about more of speculations and our theories and stuff that we think that's going to happen. And a lot of stuff. Thanks. Thank you, Bunny. Uh, (laughs) uh, A lot of us like to talk about stuff. Okay. And and, and make little little things here and there. A lot of the stuff that we've talked about has come true inside the game. And I'm not one of those people that puts anything on 4chan or anything like that. We just like, we're passionate about the game. We like talking about the game. We like talking shit about the game. We're just passionate about the game, right? Destiny is our stripper girlfriend. That's our that's our analogy that we use, right? It's a fine looking, it's, yes. it's a fine looking creation. Okay, whatever your, your taste is, okay? And it's a fine looking creation, but it's got, it's got a lot of problems. A lot of problems. It's got a lot of, a lot of problems, okay? So Destiny's been showing little clips here and there. Uh, I was on the podcast on Monday night, the Rages round table, which I co-host uh, one of the co-founders of, of that podcast with, uh, with say no to rage. And uh, Clint is on there. Paul Tassi's on there. It's a good show. If you like destiny. So go check that out on Monday nights on Twitch on say no to rages channel. Uh, or you can, you can come to 30 and still live and watch the past broadcast there as well. Um, so I said, 
because they're not telling us what's happening this season, Sarge. They're, they're not telling us, which last week I said, I'm okay with them not telling us. I, I want I want to be hidden. I like this. I feel I feel a little excited. I feel like this is Destiny 1, and I'm like, oh, man, what's it going to be, right? Something's, something's hiding. Now, they've released two trailers since Monday's podcast, but Monday I said on the podcast, I said, I believe, now other people are, are taking this and running with it, but I believe that they're going to merge the two together, like this season to the next season. Okay, that's another great one. Thank you. You're right. Um, they, they, they're taking the season and merging it in with the next September season. Okay. Oh, Classic's got one too. Look at that. He's ready too. I, I love these things. These are fantastic. Those of you listening on the audio podcast, they're putting, if you're here live on Mixer.com or, uh, slash 30 and still gaming in chat, you can use stickers and, and gifts and stuff like that. So there's people on strip and proles and stuff like that. So it's entertaining. So come on by live mixer.com. <laughs> that's the, I think that's the winner so far. Okay. So they, they've shown little clips here and there. And I said that they're going to merge the, the seasons together. Like right now, we don't know what's happening. They're not showing us right now. The speculation is that they're just going to show us a cutscene of Rasputin blowing up the almighty. And then that's it. Because someone data mined that you get an emblem. If you watch it live, meaning you see it when it happens, maybe when you first launch the game at one o'clock, you're there, you get an emblem because you were there, whatever. Okay. I think that'd be a little lackluster myself. I want the cutscene, but I just don't want the cutscene just given to me. I want to kind of like do a mission and do the stuff, right? So let's just say it is that it, it blows up the Almighty. And then we move into the next season. Well, the next season there was a there was a video out there. Let me let me bring it up. Um, uh, chat, do me a favor. Find me find me the two trailers with uh, with Eris and one with the, just put it, put it in chat, please. So basically, ones with Eris. On Europa. It's Europa. That's what it is. Okay, you got Jupiter in the background. And basically, she's walking. It's like a Lord of the Rings type of scene. She's from the left side to the right side. She just keeps walking. Um, <clears throat> thanks. Thanks, Tempest. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I don't... I don't... <laughs> I don't... I don't expect anything <laughs> but, but that. Right? So... <laughs> Well, so you know why that's so funny? It just yeah, because I could just Google it, right? I understand that, but as I'm talking, you know, uh, thank you. So, so basically, you could you could see her walking across the snowy planet. Then there's a second scene of the Drifter in a ship coming out of his his ship going towards Europa, and people are speculating right now that there's going to be a third video if it's going to be tomorrow or if it's going to be right before launch or right before the announcement. That basically it's going to show the stranger. Uh, thank you, Dupless. Uh, so it, they're going to show... This is the one of um, of the Drifter. Okay, so the Drifter, he comes out of the ship, and that's it. It's just real quick, real quick shots of, of, of what's happening. Oh, I can loop that for a bit. Let's loop that. <clears throat> so people are speculating the last, the last video of this before launch is going to be The Stranger. Now, remember, Sarge, that we've talked about it, I think it was about a, over a year and a half ago, or two years ago, when people started asking about The Stranger, why isn't this looping? Loop fucker. Okay. Okay, fantastic. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Uh, so, they're saying that The, the, that the Stranger's going to come back, 
And Luke Smith a while ago said, we're done with The Stranger. The Stranger's done. We're done with her storyline. And both of us were like, uh, that's bullshit, right? That's bullshit. Uh, there, was a, there was a 4chan leak out there. And take what you want from 4chan leaks. Sometimes it comes true. Sometimes it doesn't. This segment's brought to you by salt. A grain of salt. Okay. So if the, if, if the uh, not the speaker, if the stranger comes back, in this 4chan thing, it says that they were going to, they didn't want to talk about the stranger to get away from it. So it would be a bigger surprise when it comes out. So now the stranger's a hunter, right? That's what she is. She's a hunter. Eris is a, is a warlock and the drifter's a titan, right? So it makes sense that a the fire team is one of each of the classes comes together and, and moves forward. Now, on Monday this on Monday's night's podcast, I said that they're going to show us Europa this season. Now, I don't think it's going to be a public space, I said. I think it's just going to be a mission that you're going to do that kind of shows you what Europa is to lead up, or we're going to do missions up to Europa and then do a mission of Europa to then lead us into September. And when September comes out, then Europa might be a open public space and, and do stuff like that, right? And then here's the other, here's the other one. No, that's not the other one. It's good stuff though. All right, this is the other one, where you have you have Eris, okay, and she's just walking across a, a snowy moon of Europa. So what does all this mean? You know, we don't know yet. Again, I why think is she, why is the old lady walking around in the snow? Can't she get a ship she, or something? She's that, crazy. Yeah, why couldn't she just fly there? Why can't right? Could she do anything else besides walk into the damn snow? Come on, man. I don't know. But uh, so those are the those are the two things that that people are looking at so far, right? The Almighty is getting closer in the game right now. It's much bigger in the sky. So next week, I think it'll be right on top of us. Something's going to happen. Cutscene. Something's going to happen. What do you think, Sarge? As far as <clears throat> this season going into September. Now, obviously, this is setting up, I believe, September. Okay, I do believe that yes. Europa is going to be a mission that we're going to do in Destiny this season. I think on Monday I said that this is the culmination of Bungie. Okay, I think that this is the culmination of Bungie where up until this point, it's almost two years now, uh, it's a year, year and a half, since they left Activision. They were lost they had to get stuff off the cutting room floor, put stuff together. That's why we had lackluster stuff here. This last season is going to be slow. In the, it's going to be hitch in the face when, the, when it first starts and then slowly build up throughout the, the next nine to ten weeks leading into September. It's going to culminate and then boom, September comes out. And I believe this is Bungie's like coming out party. I believe that this is Bungie going, this is what we want. This is how it's going to be done. This is our vision of what Destiny is. And they'll change it up. Right now, hopefully, hopefully. So what do you think about uh, about the videos that we just watched about the speculations of things? All right. So so uh, just so I don't get all credibility shut out the window, I, I was not part of the last two seasons because I couldn't deal. I can't deal with what was going on. I stayed away from it. I do still enjoy Destiny, but I'm there for specific reasons and what I believe the vision of Destiny was supposed to be. And that's why I still play it you know, on occasion. The last major thing was the, uh, the Shadow Keep. And the Vex Offensive was the last time I played. Now, the the part that seems to be the most confusing here is everyone's aspirations of it's always going to be better down the road. 
Now, ever since they've separated from Activision, they've had their own way of deciding when things were supposed to come out and how things were going to be structured. But yet it still seemed to me that they were still putting themselves under the gun on this content had to be released. Okay. And if you put together all the statements that were said prior to them being broken up uh, from Activision was that to make content in this engine for this game in the time allotted that we were structuring was not possible. I didn't argue with them. I believe them. Right. Because that basically says that we can't keep up with this. So everyone calm down. We can't keep releasing the way we release. And so everyone was like, okay, cool. But for some reason, they keep pushing it. Right. Now, if if they elaborate and they get the hook into people about the story, about what they actually want to do and progress the story in the world of Destiny as opposed to just making some shit to do, people will come back. That's how it works. You have to have a lull, make people hungry for it, and then you come back with a one-two punch and everyone's back inside the game. Well, okay. also they did that's say that how, this. They said this that's season, how it goes. They said this season will be unlike any time in Destiny ever been. Yeah. Right. You know, I I've heard people promise use those exact words for other other reasons. It sounds really cool. Right. It's gonna be unlike anything you've ever seen before. Right. right? Exclusive. Right. Had an ex girlfriend talk like that. Right. <laughs> it was one good night. After that, it was it was for shit. But after that was one good night. Okay. So the point being here is that she do the that, voice that she do the voice it, <laughs> never seen before well, when they when they when they do like a little raspy voice. There are certain girls that know how to, to know how to use their wow. All right. All right. They're, Move they're on. Kind of anyway. Move on. OK. So the point being here is I think that this is not going to be the deciding factor whether people come back or not. It's going to be the fact that the September release. OK. And I'm going to call it because. They won't break something that they know works. They won't change something that they know helped them, right? They only change the stuff that didn't help them. So in my mind, I'm not going to be involved in this. I might be involved in this one a little bit depending on how the story turns out, okay? I'm in it because I know, because I'm good like that. I got a little voice inside my chest here, okay? And it's not the drugs. It's something else, okay? That... Come September, the layout is going to be exactly like it was for Forsaken. Back up. Where we get where we get one we get one planet up front in the face. Now I believe that Europa will be the planet up front in the face. All okay. right, and and Europa will be the tangled shore. Okay. Okay. Europa is the tangled shore for that release. And then as we play through Europa... At the end of the story, you're saying something's going to change. At the end of the chapter of Europa, while we're on Europa, then Eclades opens up, which is the moon of Saturn. Okay? And that leads back to the Dreadnought, because that's the full circle that we're doing here, right? We have have to go back to the Hive eventually. Okay? And that's where the Dreadnought still is. So I think Europa's up front, Eclades is the hidden planet behind. Yeah, Eclades. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's a moon of it's a moon of Saturn. That's right? where the uh, that's that where was the, that was that's, that's what the, the that's are. what the file. Yeah, that's what the, they pulled out of the out of the. What are those What are those tombs called? There's um, <clears throat> uh, I forget what they're called. And, and, is it is it is that is, is Enceladus? Yes. Yes. Deep stone crypt. Yeah. Thank you, Buckalorian. Yes. My mistake. Listen, <clears throat> between Jupiter and Saturn, there's like. Thir- almost 30 no, moons. No, no. Jupiter I can get alone it wrong. Got like 70, 79. 
Some no, no, ones. no. Take it easy. Take it easy. The no. one's got sixteen, and one's got twelve. The ones that count, they don't. You don't count every fucking piece of rock. No, Jupiter. You don't got, count every piece yeah, of rock. Jupiter's got like seventy moons. It's not seventy. Calm down. Anyway, point being is that's the kind of meatiness they're going to have. They're going to have story development within the two planets that they're going to have, and that's what's going to hook people to come back. Okay, that's going to be the hook. They had to release content in the way they they did because of the limitations of time that they have, okay? We all know that the live service team is not the full team. 79. We know who is working on that that content to come out, and I still believe that they rotate the groups. They rotate the group that's going to do the season the season content because you can tell by the way the season content comes out and the kind of stuff that comes out with it that it's a different team. They're coming out with different ideas, right? We all understand that. But... You can't keep playing around with the player base if you want them to stay with you. Something's got to like bring them back to where they know what's coming, and I believe that's the way they're going to do it. That's what's going to happen. It's going to be a Forsaken Two. <clears throat> I I think electric, ele- Forsaken Two Electric Boogaloo. I I think what's going to happen. I said this on Monday. I said when the Almighty gets blown up, it's going to be the cataclysm of like. World that, of I agree with you. You said that on Monday. Yeah. I agree with you. They're going to use do this much for this much return. So you can use current you can use current maps right now and twist the maps around just like they did with the moon for Shadowkeep and get a different map, a little bit more fun to go around again because things have changed. Right. I, I right? think I think the I think the Almighty will change the EDZ. It might change like Mars or Mercury or whatever. It's a big fucking ship and it could travel. It could be like another another place in space. Like the rift could happen. Um. I, I, I think stuff like that could happen, which makes sense, because think about it. And again, this is just my, my thoughts, right? This is not happening. I'm not on 4chan writing this. This is just here. This is just my thoughts of what happened. The Almighty gets blown up. They already have assets. Okay, they did it before in, in Destiny 1. They reused the Divide. They put Snow. They changed it up. There's SIVA. Okay, they brought the moon back. Now, the moon wasn't in Destiny 2 at all. It was only in Destiny 1. They brought it back. They reshaped it. They, re- they redid stuff. They implemented it. They already made the content for these systems. Destiny 1, when it came over to Rise of Iron, was already on these systems. Okay? So, the Cosmodrome, the Divide, Venus, all that stuff was on the new consoles or current consoles. So, going to the next console... And we're still on this console. The next Destiny that comes out can take those those areas, the Cosmodrome. Can you imagine the Cosmodrome can be completely different because the Almighty blew up, and now there's chunks of the Almighty in the Cosmodrome or in the Divide. It, it completely changes the landscape of of the planets that it crashes on. Towers because we've seen them because we've seen them do it before, right? And it's and it's something that they can do. So so I don't think that's far fetched, right? They could take assets and reuse them. Now, when I say they you you know do the littlest amount for the biggest, I'm not making fun of them. It's just a smart business sense of what can we do. Time restraints. What right. can we do in this time? Like for instance, you look at the Rise of Iron content. Uh, Vox. What what's that? PP. Vorx. The city. The city is called Vladivostok, but the gun I think was called the Vostok. Vostok. Thank you, Gator. Right, the PvP area is right across the bridge from from the Rise of Iron content, which people went to in this system, even though it's a glitch. The the 
the the towers there, the the mountains there. Someone climbed the mountain and jumped off, and you saw this giant landscape. It's like, why would that be in the game if it's just a PvP map, right? So it's in the system. So them not using assets that they already have, that would be kind of like weird, wouldn't it? So to me, it makes sense. Inefficient, inefficient, right? So for me, I think using content and assets they already have in the game over again just reskinned. I don't find that reskinned, right? I find that as new content. You're taking old stuff, repurposing it for new content, right? Well, I'm not mad about it. I I thought they did a great job with yeah. Shadowkeep. Same I, thing. I've I've never thing? I've never been mad at them for that, right? What I don't like is the reskin of the guns and stuff. Areas I think can evolve over time as long as it's part of the story, right? The Almighty blows up, changes the landscape of the stuff that you're doing. Now, as far as I like your idea though, as far as Europa where you you go through it like the Tangled Shore, and then once you're done with the story, the Dreaming City opened up. And then the Dreaming City kind of evolved every week for three weeks because it kept evolving over time. That's a, cool, that's a cool system. So even if Europa did that without ever going to the next Saturn moon, I think that would actually be pretty cool. If Europa is the Tangled Shore, when the, and I'm talking like, next season not this season like september september right this right here is just gonna be like a mission or something in europa come september when the game comes out i i think that europa could be the tangled shore of this content the moon and when you're done something else opens up at the end game that'd be pretty cool i, I think that might be be, be uh look I'm, I'm in it like i said i'm still gonna give you pros and cons every season when I'm on that podcast with this podcast, I thought this past season was absolute garbage, right? The lore was great, but how we got the lore was shitty, right? The stories to get the lore were shitty. The lore was fantastic. I like a couple things they did. I like the war mind cells that they've done. I like that whole system that they, they implemented. I just thought the whole season was just, ugh, right? I was wearing a shirt earlier. I just said, meh, meh. That's that's what it was. So hopefully going forward, it's it's a it's a much better thing, right? <clears throat> Behind the story, uh, Forsaken story is where they stop. It's the Almighty and the pyramid. Well, we have the pyramid ships in in September. I think we're gonna get we're gonna get something this season leading up to it, and then I would I wouldn't be surprised if we can go back into the ship, this pyramid ship on the moon. I wouldn't be surprised if we find another pyramid ship just off of Jupiter, over by. Europa, because they show the shadow in that other trailer of it being there. So I, I see us dipping our toe in that type of stuff, but I don't think it's going to be like I don't think the I don't think the pyramid ship's going to be like the dreadnought this season. I think I think come September we're going to get this bigger chunk of stuff, even if it's like smaller areas like Mercury or the, the Dreaming City, but like two of those type of spaces instead of just the one, right? But again. <clears throat> speculation, dreaming up shit. They might not do any of this, and it might be a, a, a letdown. But coming from them saying, this is the biggest it's ever been, it's, you've never seen this before, right? Right now, season 11. Those, that, that vocabulary that vocabulary talks to us like they're going to do story again. Yeah. Uh, they're going to actually put together something that's actually captivating and make us want to know why we're doing what we're doing. That's, <clears throat> that's, that's the beginning of the correct way to get us back into the game. Right. <clears throat> so they they touched on it. They touched on what the Fellwinters lie. I liked what they did there. You know? I, yeah, I, I, 
I liked I liked the connections that they made with the characters that we've done in the past. Like I didn't play the same fourteen deals the 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 same fourteen season, but I I'm all about say fourteen. I'm a titan. Like I loved everything about that, but I didn't play it. Here's the thing that Buckalorian wrote on a, one of our, our videos. He said, what happens once we we beat the darkness? Then what? Right? Then what? Because it's been leading up to this point for six years. Right? So let's say it's year seven. Right? Bungie loves sevens. Okay? Let's just say we, we get the pyramid ships in September this, like this year coming up, 2020, mm. 2021. We beat them. Then what happens? Right, and that's a good question. You want like, you, you to know? You want to know? You want to know my hand grenade? I'll throw the name. Right, we go back to the so hive for the, for, for the last for the last two years of destiny. It's going to be the downfall of what's left of mankind in this solar system, and the fact that we're going to have to leave completely. Like we're going to have to leave the solar system this way. That they whatever the next game that they do is, whatever they, whatever they want to continue with as far as the next rendition of the game, that they can just do whatever. They can make whatever planet they want. They can do whatever they want. It can be a time travel thing. It doesn't matter. I think, but it's gonna, yeah. it's gonna, it's gonna end where we can't sustain what's going on in our solar system I, anymore. I think it's gonna be the lines of like Spider Man, Marvel, where it's gonna be a different timeline. That's basically what's gonna be. Something's gonna happen here, right? Right. It's all a dream, exactly. Right. Take the blue pill or red pill. Uh, I, I, I think at the end of this, it is gonna be like a time travel or separate separate timeline right a different a different timeline of us where the solar system is not under attack or maybe it's right before it gets attacked or something you know i don't know it's interesting what do you guys think chat do you guys do you guys think that moving forward that once once the darkness is beat that's it or do you think we go back to the Mm -hmm. hive do you think there's another kind of visitors out there that we don't know yet there First of all, there, there's there's so many things to talk about Destiny in general right now with the issues of the mechanics of the game and and the reasons to grind or not grind. If you're going to start telling me that there's going to be another race altogether, finally I get to shoot somebody else. Supposedly, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping there's some thought put into it of what the classes of guys that we're going to be shooting at do and what they do in the game, as opposed to being a different looking guy right. that has the same four types of enemies to fight the the close combat. The range guy, the exploder. Like I don't, you you have got to do something with the story to make those characters matter, mm. not just somebody else to shoot at. I don't want them to be the. What are the guys from the new Halo game that was the? What were those guys called? The, the guys that look like flood? skulls. The, oh, no, 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 not the flood. The it was in Halo. It was in Halo Five or oh, sorry, I, I, the, I never played that. Oh my god, the, the the new race that they came out with that you started shooting at. Like there was, it was like yeah, you gave us a new guy to shoot at, but they didn't do nothing. Like. I can't remember. The, I didn't. The I didn't. I didn't, I, I didn't play the Praetorians. Oh man, the brain is fried. Prometheans, thank you. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't play the last one. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, again, look, this is the best time about Destiny, right? And this is what I've always said: the grass is always greener. Soon, always. Soon as you get the the content, especially on a golf course, right? Soon as you get the content that we get right now, we're always looking. What's next? What's What's next? Right, and this right now is the most hype that you'll get right before content drops. So on Tuesday next week, uh, I might go live during the actual uh, uh, Bungie video vid doc, vid doc. Um, so next Tuesday I might go. I don't know if Sarge will be off or whatever to join me, and then obviously we'll talk about it uh, next Thursday. 
So that's it. That's all for today on Generation X Gaming. Episode 219 is in the Wait, game. what happened? We're done? That's it. Yeah. We've gone over two minute, two hours and 11 minutes. Uh, we, I, we could always do an extended show afterwards, right? If you wanted to talk more about this. But <clears throat> I, I would love to go over some concept art, Sarge. I looked at some concept art, and every concept art they've driven, they've driven, they've drawn. Okay, has been from Destiny One and, and no, no, Destiny, Destiny One, one. And Destiny Two have been in the game, every single one. Now there's a couple that haven't yet, which I get excited about. I'm like, all right, that could be Europa. There is a couple with the Europa. There's a couple of swamp places as well. I remember the I remember I remember the Europa picture, the right. the ice picture. Yeah, the ice with the ice sickles coming across with the city with that little city broken city in the background. Yeah, yeah, I, I got a couple. I think on. Do I have it here? No, I listen. Don't. I I just I just want there to be more of a meaningful connection of how the player grinds for the gear needed to do the events in the game. It it can't just be this abstract this for this and it, that. It just needs to be more solidified and detailed oriented. Why we're getting the stuff that we're gonna get. Right. It just. Right. I, I I always believe that if I if I leave sunsetting in, I don't say anything about it. If if there are certain guns that you can carry with you forever, that's cool. But then there also should be guns that you need to strive for in order to complete difficult missions or difficult uh, events in the game. And then once those events are done, you no longer need that gear, so you have no guilt by letting that gear go. Right? <clears throat> it lets the player decide, I don't need this anymore, but I needed it for this. And then we push it over to the side, and you don't need it anymore. So you don't have this constant pile of crap in your inventory that you don't use. If they were to structure the game that way, where you strive for this, once we're done with this, I'm done, then I have to strive for this group over here. But you, but you spread it out, and you interlace it with the story to make people feel like there's a progression of what we're doing as opposed to the mindless bounty rampage that we are now in. Here, here's the thing. We'll continue just a little bit more. Uh, Lono brought up, like, he didn't want to run around. Like, in Destiny 1, I used to love the leveling up system. Okay? He said, I don't want to go around picking up materials from chests. And this is the problem that Destiny's always had. They have systems in place that are good, and yet they have other systems that are broke that breaks down the system that's good. And what I mean by this is, the gun leveling was actually really good in the game, right? You could shoot the gun and you could feel if the gun was good or not. And you could look at the perks. Now, obviously going back six years ago, looking at all the perks that you didn't unlock yet, you didn't know what they were because you didn't really play the game yet. But looking back on it going, oh, there was, there's some really good perks there. Okay. In D1, the leveling up process to me was the, was the great part of the guns in Destiny 1. The bad part was that they made the modes of light where you could just level up a gun just do all all this and then just because, just level to be it up. Fair, to be fair, they were st we're still in a beta, by the way. Anyway, but back then, okay, back then they were teetering back and forth between time to grind, right, and wanting purpose. But this is what, and this so what I'm saying. They want to grind, so every time you leveled up the thing, you could pump the motes of light in there to 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 quickly go up the certain guns that you wanted. Not everything. That's what that yeah, was but, for. But here's the problem, right? So. They give now, like, you do a strike, and you get materials. But you only get, like, what, like 10, right? Where I could just circle an area and get 10, 10 materials in, like, five seconds. 
couple minutes. You know what I mean? So do I want to run through a, a strike for five minutes to get 10 materials? Or do I want to run five minutes around the public event or public area and get 30 materials? Right? Th this is this is the, the thing. If they could just make it where the leveling system of the gun, the gun goes up by just using the gun. You're playing the game anyway, so why not just let me level up the gun as I'm as I'm playing, okay? Materials, how about when you go through a strike, there's chests to open and things to get to get more materials. There are, but people just run by them. Why? Because it's easier to get materials from spider. You can just buy materials cuz you're 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 rich. They break their own systems because they don't really look around all the stuff the the core activity is like there but they break it because they're like well people don't want to grind yet they play 2000 hours well people don't want to do this but they do 400 of them right i don't like the grind but i'm playing 400 missions of the strike to get this one gun if that's not a grind i don't know what is okay like it just it just it baffles me that bungie doesn't stick with something and say no we're staying here and let's fix this. They're like, no, let's change it. Uh, armor 2.0, uh, weapons 2.0. Uh, this is the thing. Uh, we're giving more of this. We're taking this away. We're nerfing this. We're putting more mods in. Well, let's put an artifact in. Let's put season pass. It's like, can we just look at pick, something? Pick, we'll pick one. And let's pick try one. To, let's try to let's try to work on something and make it good. Because honestly, in a game like this, you need grind. You need to grind. But the difference, listen, even even the players who don't like to grind, they are grinding. You you have to understand what, what the actual definition of the word is. You ha If you give meaningful grind to a player, he doesn't know he's grinding. He's just playing the game. Right, right. Once they made it to where it was a blind, it was just a blind grind for nothing. Just for, just for it. The basics of a progression, it's just basic grinding. Then it was like, too grindy, too right, grindy. Right. The game is grind. The, no. The, there's no argument here. The game is grind. Whether or not you are conscious of it when you're doing it is the difference. And that's what, Des that's what Bungie needed to work on. They needed to work on a purposeful grind that gives people the illusion of progression without inconveniencing them. The, I, I want to play the game. Right. But don't tell me I'm grinding. Like, the, that's, that's the game. Right, but the problem is they made it so easy to get the stuff that now that you have it, you have everything, and you're like, there's no reason to grind because there's nothing to get, right? Correct. For instance, the Felwinter. Great. Uh, besides the 9 million points that we had to get, as soon as that was done, you scan three things, scan another three things, kill 500 people or 1,000 things, done, you move on, and you're like, I got the weapon. It took all of an hour and a half, minus the, the gatekeeping that they had, to, to hold you back for a week, okay? But besides the 9 million points you had to wait for, you could literally do the whole thing in like an hour and a half. That to me is ridiculous because you should be able to, if it's a a gun that everyone is sought after to get, if it's a legendary or an exotic weapon, I believe it should take 10 hours. 10 hours, okay? Especially in a season. If I play for a season and there's like four guns, okay, well, if I if I only play two hours a week, okay, it's gonna take me five weeks, okay. But, but what do you care? But, but, but exactly, but what, exa do you, but exactly. what do you care? Exactly. What do yeah. you care? How long it takes me to finish the content I'm doing? What does it matter to anybody else? It, there should be a little bit more of a grind, 
is what I'm saying. They shouldn't just hand you stuff and be like, remember when everyone was loving when, when Destiny 2 came out and the clan items were giving raid items out and everyone's like, that's awesome. It's so good. I'm getting raid stuff. It's like, you didn't even do the raid. You didn't do the raid. Right? And everyone's like, right? oh, that's fantastic. I'm like, no, no. Well, like, like, but I can't, but, but, but the answer was, but because I don't have the time, I don't have the friends, I can't level up quickly. There's no way for me to get the prize out of the raid. Right. So what's, so what, what do I get? Right. You get nothing. You get nothing. If you can't do the event, you don't get the prize. It's not a consolation trophy. Yeah. There's a there's a carrot there for you to pursue. That's why you pursue it. Just because you don't have the time to do something doesn't entitle you to get it secondhand goods on the third hand market. Exactly. Like that's not how it works. The problem with this, it all goes back to PVE and PvP. Because if I only am a casual person and I want to play PvP, I'll never get that gun so I can go use that gun inside PvP, right? And that's the problem. Okay, but they refuse to separate the two. Okay, so they just hand things out. They're like, here you go. Here's the next legendary. Oh, here's the next uh, exotic. Everyone's got it. It's a fire sale. Right? And then you're like, well, great. I have this gun. What am I going for now? There's nothing to go for. You have it already. So it's just ridiculous because then they make it so easy to get. And then you get the perks. The perks are already on the gun. They're already unlocked. Right? There's no grind. There's no grind to get the gun. There's no grind to unlock the perks. There's no grind to get the mods. Everything's just handed out to you. It's like a participation trophy throughout the whole game, right? And it's just like, here you go. Thanks for stopping by. Here you go. Thanks for stopping by. I didn't do anything, right? I literally don't do anything. Whatever. Walk over what? to Hawthorne, <laughs> grab five fucking engrams, and level up my character every week because of the clan. That's it. That's all I do. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. They don't see it. And everyone's like, well, I'm a casual player. I'm a hobbyist player. That's fine. If you're a casual player... It doesn't matter because you're never going to catch up. You're never going to catch up. If you're a casual player, casual meaning four hours, six hours, you'll never catch up to 50% of everyone else that's playing. The time you get the gun that you want and start to use it, those people have already found another gun that's better than the gun that they're using. And it's the new meta, right? But, and yeah, you're but always chasing but, them if you're casual. Right. But that that should not matter to those people because they just want to play the game. They have something to strive for every time they get on. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Purposeful, purposeful grind in a game like this is necessary. You need to have a reason to do what it is you're doing. Just have a reason. That's how it works. But when you take the, that's how when you works. take the grind out. There's nothing to do. There's no weapons to get. There's no armor to get. And now because of sunsetting. You're not grinding for guns. You're not grinding for perks. You're not grinding for armor. Because it doesn't matter. Because you're like, 12 weeks, new weapons are coming out. Those are going to be the best weapons to have for endgame content. And that's all you need to get. The, 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 baseline, the baseline becomes this. is They are happy to let the player base exist in mediocrity. right? Instead of there being the top guys and the low guys. Because everybody, the complaint over the years has always been the same. We're always, we're always at different levels. I can't hang out with my friends because they're higher than me. They're at this level, and they, right? Because you don't play the same way they do. So you've, you're starting to separate groups, and then they can't play together. So they made it so, so boring. Everyone's the same regardless of how long they play. 
there's no difference. Right. Right. Every, everyone's a garbage you, man. You need right. you right. need that difference. Right. You need that difference because that's the point. Am I at this level of the game? Am I over here? But they want it to be everything at the same time, and it, it cannot. It cannot exist that way. You can't have a game constructed this way and have the systems they have in place current. It doesn't make right. sense because you need to have those grinds. It takes you it need focusing. To have it focuses everything to this point to the top of the pyramid. And you're like you have three things to do at the t at the end game, and that's it. Great. What am I going for at the end game? These weapons that do what? It's they're just, no it's, better. It's, they're no worse than the weapons I already have. Right. It, listen, it's the 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 purposeful grind and the way gear is obtained is what always needed to be fixed. Tools for the job. This armor, these weapons to do A. These weapons, this armor to do B. These weapons, these armors to do C. Now, when I did A, B, and C, A, B, and C gave me something else to use. Maybe I don't know when to use those right now because they don't jive well because the perks on them are strange. It don't make sense. Like, I got to put that piece of armor on. It looks cool, but the perk don't jive with my build. But as content opens up and things end up in the end game, which is what end game is supposed to be, like the menagerie, what if the things that you hunted for are for a specific boss right. in the menagerie that you haven't found yet, that you just happen to run into, that you just happen to get killed by, and you're like, who the fuck was that? What do I need to kill him? And then the pursuit and the and the tweets and the and the the reddits become I found this guy, got my ass kicked. What do I need? Oh, I found that I found a piece of gear that has this perk on it. And that's what starts the whole community being excited about looking for gear to find to kill a guy. We've lost that. Right. We have lost that so far ago that there's nothing to pursue. You just kind of get. But but the lore's good. But uh, no, yes. no no story there. But it's all going to be connected, man. It's all going to be connected. <clears throat> all right. All right. And, all that, right. and that will finish our extra 25-minute rant on, on, on Destiny. All right. So you guys can watch us live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Mixer.com slash 30instillgaming. If you don't want to come to Mixer.com slash 30instillgaming, you can go to 30instillgaming.live where all our content's there. All our past broadcasts of this podcast is on there. You can also see all our audio versions of the podcast, which is GXG micro episode. I talk about the, the uh, on today's episode of GXG, we talk about unionizing the video game industry. There was an article about it. I tell you my thoughts on it. Go listen to that over on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm. These podcasts, I do break down and put them on YouTube, and I also cut out the uh, the Destiny rants that we just did, and we put that in a separate playlist as well. I do appreciate you guys very much for coming. If you're listening to on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor.fm, please make sure you share, like, and subscribe. And if you'd like to help us out above and beyond that, you can come on over to Anchor.fm as little as 99 cents. You can help us out. All that goes towards this type of stuff, like the microphone, like Sarge is screaming into his microphone. It's kind of popping. Maybe he needs a pop filter. Stuff like that. Uh, we, we save up and we, and we go into, oh, he's got one. Oh, fantastic. But stuff like that, it goes back into it. So I do appreciate you very much for coming out and listening. Make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey. On, on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. If you want to follow any of us, all the content that we do is over on 30instillgaming.live. And if you like talking about Destiny, I am on a Destiny podcast on Monday nights called The Rage's Round Table over on Twitch under Say No to Rage. Uh, so check that out. I do appreciate you. This, this, uh, this segment's ending, but we're going to end this and then I'm going to go play some video games. So stick around if you want to watch some games. All right. Thanks, Hair. Thanks, Hair. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, 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 hair.
Uh, Thanks, guys. Take care. I'll see you guys on the next one. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.